spend some time with the dead. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck and make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of you? Spend some time. I don't know what was happening there, but hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trevor Jensen. And hey, hi, how are you all doing? I had a really, really wet, slippery day. (laughs) Yeah, it stormed super crazy here today. And you might be wondering, where's Tommy Tombstone? Well, he's not here. He's not here tonight. (laughs) He's bailing. We are going to change the topic for today. Yeah. And instead of interviewing someone, we actually wanted to talk about something that has been happening in the paranormal world on the YouTubes as of late. And we just want to talk about it and give you our opinion about what's going on. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. first things first, I want to say those dweebs, Jenna, Nikki, Patricia, love you guys. What's up? Missed you guys since last Wednesday. Jenna, on a scale of one to 10, how's the video coming? 11. (laughs) 11. Investigation part is pretty much complete in the video creating process. Yes. We're just working on the front end and back end and working out all the The other details and perfecting found and everything like that. Yep. So expect a thumbnail release very soon and probably a trailer. Honestly, probably. Yeah, I'd say two weeks at the most is what I'm going to shoot for to have everything ready. Most likely middle of August is what we're looking for for a release date. So. Before we start getting on the topic of demons, does anybody in the chat want to join us tonight and talk about this demon stuff? After we get into it a little bit, we can add you to the stream, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. Maybe Creepy Confidential wants to jump in and yeah. join us. Or even those dweebs. Or Yeah, those dweebs. I'll say you guys are always in the chats. We love you. We always love talking. And since we don't have a, I guess you want to say like, not guaranteed, but like, this is our guest tonight. Why doesn't everybody be the guest? Because, I don't know, I love talking about this stuff. But I guess we can go ahead and while you guys are figuring out chat stuff and if you guys want to do it tonight or if you have the availability to, cool. But, um, demons, this is a very hot, hot topic right now. Probably the hottest topic in the paranormal world is demons and skinwalkers. It seems like almost every YouTuber that is out there has somewhat used the name in a title yes. or... Had it yes, brought yes, up yes. in the video because of, you know, the Spirit Talker app or Obvious or what, whatever it may be. Have saying, you say, Dude. yeah. Like literally in our intro video, we have a voice saying, saying I'm, the, I'm devil. the devil. So like, obviously devil. we've had things happen that relate to it as well. But that I will tell you that specific spirit at that location we know is a prankster and likes to use those terms. Yeah, exactly. To make you scared because that's literally what he's been known to do yeah. for like years at this cemetery Nunica right down the road from my house so with that being said my personal personal opinion is I think that there are entities that are the spiritual form that aren't I don't want to say demonic per se but like we don't know what's all on this earth so who's to say that we don't know who or what it is that they're seeing and it's not 
devil, demon, not anything like that. It's, it could just be a malicious spirit of ser- of sorts. Like the the concept of bringing this biblical term, yes, in- into the paranormal field, I always think is a little taboo it for is me. A little taboo because it's it's you're drawing two extremely different parallels together. Where it's like like if you look at religion, it's very linear. Like be a good person. There is an afterlife, there is a hell for the bad, there is a heaven for the good. Then you look at the paranormal, and it's like, anywhere in between is what you would say when you draw the two parallels. But, for me, if you take out the religion, well, that's exactly where everything already is, because we don't know where it is or what it is. So then there, there you go, there's your answer. Like, is it demonic? There might not even be such a thing. I, I, I just hate that it's such... It's such a topic right now that it's like it's it's satanic panic is how I feel about it. Like that's it, exactly what I get vibes from. Right, and again, we're not like shooting down anyone that's religious. You are entitled to your own beliefs. And oh, opinions. by far, yeah, hundred percent. I'm a talking head. I, that's, I, it's all I am. We we look at it from a way is like neither of us go to church on Sundays. So like, we, I have. So like I understand the religious side of all of it too. So. So we we can't sit down and say, yes, this is a demon. You're right, Jenna. This is a devil. This is this or that. Because for me, it all comes down to what is a spirit? What is a ghost, right? Yes. That's, that's the essential, the biggest essential question is what is a spirit? What is a ghost? What is the soul? What is it? And it brings me back to how we interpret electric magnetic fields in this in like in- it's all phenomena that has to do with electromagnetic waves and vibrations of the sort i know you were, i know exactly where you were going with it <laughs> yeah so how I, I i just can't put some type of biblical physical it's, entity yeah it's such a moniker this thing that literally is just electric energy that floats through the air that's my opinion on it and that's so, how I feel about it. Also, and I, I'm not bashing anybody that has had experiences like this because we've had experiences like this ourselves. What if some of these growls and grunts and like weird noises you hear aren't people's spirits? I'm sorry to say it's totally possible that you're hearing an animal. Another living creature that had a soul that walked this earth. Why don't they get to also have spirits that linger here? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think people ever really play off that fact a lot where it's everything is is soul every everything living has a soul why why is it immediately like only humans walk around only ghosts are humans and devils are demons and demons can be ghosts too well then why are we drawing the parallels and stopping there (laughs) i just don't get that right and it's like all these places too that people say They've had demonic experiences. I they almost don't believe it. all have a story of a murder or a horrific death yeah. yes. from a, a bad person event. happening at this location. Demons. <laughs> What's going on? And like, you're just calling a living human at one point a, guy, a demon now because they can't stop themselves from doing harm to someone. They can't because that's all they did in real life. That's, I, like all I can see, just, it's really tough to like. Dude, it's just like I'm picturing in 
my brain a nonstop is just like people run around going, I'm a gay Like just nonstop. And it's like You know what it reminds guys. me of? It's it's almost like the Salem witch trials. Oh my god. How they literally thought everyone right. who didn't believe in the Bible was a witch. People were persecuting their neighbors because they didn't like them. Like, you're a witch. I see you have a familiar spirit and it is living I in the barn. Something smelly coming from his house last night. It smelled smelly. That is must be a witch. What do, those do witch. we what she just said? Literally a perfect. Some sects of Christianity do not believe that animals have spirits. What kind of bullshit is that? I'm sorry. I'm gonna be like super hard on this one. That's bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't see how we can be uh, like so exclusive just because it's a religion. And I'm not saying like we need to just bring it all back to religion because it's not even about that. But what who who's giving people permission to be like, all right, no. Here, <laughs> no. Here is a little bit of information I bet not many people really know about. Someone recently told us who has worked with Zach Beggins and yes. has met Zach Beggins. That he himself does not believe in demons, demons, demigods. <laughs> he doesn't believe in demons himself or any like skinwalker or anything like that. Yet you see him on TV playing that up, playing that up. Yeah. And it's it's such a it's, weird it's, thought to it comes have to too. this thing that. It's just the word and the play that it's it is. It's the word. Yes, it's the word that everybody's that hung up on. Driving everyone to use it mm. so that people watch their videos. And I'm sorry. Like, this is probably going to be one of the most offensive videos that we posted in a while. But all of the keyboard warriors that came out in droves, though, to, like, defend... It's nobody really knows. Like we really don't know. And that's like the whole thing. We came back to the beginning of this because that's all we do is circles here. It's like, guys, why are we fighting when nobody has the answer? If you can't distinctly tell me that you're right, I'm not going to 100% believe it. And if I can't believe it, then who's fucking right? No, we, no one in this industry of paranormal investigating or hobby, whatever you want to call it can be right in this situation. We, we, matter of fact, this entire time could be 100% factually wrong and someone could prove it to us one day. But it's just like saying Bigfoot isn't real. I'm a leader on Bigfoot's dick aliens too. Aliens aren't real. It's like you literally, no one has the proof of either side of the argument. It's all theory. It's literally, like we're all Einstein. It's all relative theory here at this point. Like we can all say like, I'm expert. I know what I say. Caveman words work and ghost demon real. It's demon is your and boy. I, I, it's, I, as stupid as I just sounded, it's literally how I feel about it. Where it's like, come on, like ghosts and spirits can be whatever they want to be at this point. And I, I don't have the proof to back up that they're humans or not humans. I have proof to show you that I've seen a human spirit that I don't know how I've caught and same with Riley I've heard voices that I could not hear outside of being like oh my god nobody else was around me why did I just hear a voice nobody's here like those are the things that I'm like yeah that's paranormal 
But when we start going, demons are 100% factual. Demons are horned, goat hoof, animal-like creatures that are malevolent beings that do nothing but eat your soul and prey upon the weak. Come on, now we're really getting movie quality here. Right. Like, as much as I want to say, like, bad things happen to good people and bad things do happen all the time, what's the driving force? We don't know. And that that's a good question, too, because I know a lot of people that would probably bring up exorcisms. Yeah. There's real documented proof of exorcisms. Like the Hilton one of our guests and- was a legit exorcist at one point in his life. And he said, I couldn't explain that to me. That is a hardcore possession. But when you say demonic possession, yeah, now you changed everything. Who's to say that we can't be affected by, by- a very mean person or a terrible, terrible person. And it's- what are, what are they going to do? Most likely if you're, antagonizing them and doing all yeah. of this stuff. They're probably going to play along with it. And and for the people that are like, they got superhuman strength. They had this and that. Well, adrenaline works in crazy ways, for one. Two, if you're speaking other languages that you don't know and you are being possessed by a spirit that was of another culture and spoke another language, yeah, I could probably, I could see that happening. And not only that, for your vocal cords and people saying, oh, they changed so drastically. I don't know how factual this is, but I have heard that like when you strain your vocal cords or like when you like are trying to like make them change and like that, like any type of damage or stuff like that will change the range that you're able to hit. Or like, you know what I mean? Like any any way that you affect it like externally or internally will play on that rich that pitch and range you can hit. So it's like there's there's logic in all of it, but there's also not logic in seeing and hearing spirits that are really there because that's really happening too. Like, as much as I want to say demons aren't happening, I don't fucking know. It could actually be demons. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it's just, I, I just can't believe in demons. I'm sorry. It, like, every, if anyone feels any way, like, type of every way about pore me in my body that, says like, demons. I literally no. just cannot believe that. Like, if you knew me as a real person, you would. Be like, yeah, that makes sense, Riley. There's no now, way he would ever believe in Skinwalkers and Wendigos are completely different to me because that is, it's, it's not a demon per se. It is 100% what the Native Americans saw as a bad spirit, which, oh, oh, they didn't call it a demon. What do you know? It's not a demon. It's a skinwalker because that has the classification for what it actually is, which I really think that the the waters have gotten so muddy this past year, like let's, Riley was telling me earlier. Let's also not forget what the actual legend of a skinwalker is, and that is someone who kills their entire family. And eats them. And eats them. For power. For power. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's that. So, and like, for me, I, I just think the skinwalker thing is more of a boogeyman tale than it is a, like, demonic creature of yeah. sorts. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm sure a lot of a lot of our fellow investigators in the chat too, and people that are going to watch this. If you have gone in an investigation, if you felt affected at all, you're not being affected by a demon, most likely. A very strong What's spirit. What's happening is, yeah, you're. It's it's like if you take two magnets and you put them really close to each other, they're going to shoot away, right? Well, there's also like the same uh, like logic applies to like well, if you take two things and you put them together, like you create a new substance. Well. What happens when you take a really highly charged spirit and you have a highly 
open person that is willing to accept yeah that energy exactly and then you put them together yeah you're gonna get affected and there's no legit rhyme or reason for how or why or what happens when this happens but it does that's the thing too is it really does happen because i mean me and riley both have experienced this ourselves yeah i i've like i've said before in bottom of a tunnel i basically lost my breath and i couldn't breathe anymore and i knew that wasn't me just yeah, it's forgetting not. how to breathe. It was literally a spirit that had so much energy and was using so much energy to try to communicate with me that it impressed its own emotions on me. Yeah, or oppression. That, that, thank you for saying that because you literally just opened up another another path for my brain. Oppression is a big thing for me where it's like you don't necessarily need to be like affected to feel that presence. Like if somebody walks in a room and they're they're big and foreboding and you know like they give off that like macho vibe like you you're gonna like feel a different way when you look at them rather than when you look at somebody like me or Riley where we give off like more I guess like not intimidating vibes so like what's to say that you walk into a room where a spirit's standing you don't see it but it's there and you get that heavy pressure that heavy feeling it's because it's like it happens in real life every day to people like you might not realize it but if you pay attention you'll see and feel it that's good yeah I was say I mean to me it's happened I feel before like any any room that you go into where people other people are involved the room's going to have some type of energy right yeah and yeah everything's going good and everyone's having say you're at dinner okay we'll okay put this in a scenario oh, hypotheticals you're sitting at dinner you're having a very nice dinner the restaurant seems to be having everyone's enjoying their time right yeah takes one person or a multi one table we'll say table yeah to change the mood of the entire room so right. they one table far out, far to the left. You're eating, you're eating out of the corner of your eye. See someone get up and it's like pointing and like you start hearing the raised voice over everyone else's voices. The entire restaurant is probably going to stop talking and change and go. The entire thing is everyone's mood is going to change from having a good time to concern. This is literally what I, this is me at every restaurant when something happens. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, well, that, that just happened. <laughs> that, that was, was so not planned. But like, that hurt. The same thing goes for if like a spirit with negative energy attached to it comes into a room. It's going to be the same type of feel. You're going to feel yeah. that change if you're willing to accept it. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I cannot believe I just fell out of that chair. I do believe that like, People that do accept spirits and they're not like completely brash against it. Like, like it's it's like if you walk up to somebody and you say, like, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you. I don't then I'm gonna walk away. Like, I don't want to deal with that. But like if you walk into a room and you go, hey, how's everybody going? Like, how's everybody going? How's everybody doing? My name's Trevor. Like, yeah, I think people would be more inviting at that point. Guys, I'm sweating. <laughs> Flipping so hard. I was like, that was scary. It made such a loud sound. I'm kind of scared myself. Dude, I thought Did you see how the energy in the room changed when that <laughs> Such an example. No, but I mean, like, and it's not, I'm not to yuck anybody's yum here. Cause, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I believe in demons or not. Cause it, honestly, like, you could sway me either way. If somebody gave me It'd evidence really right now. Well, but, but do you think you could? If somebody showed you evidence of something that was, honest to God, I guess demonic, and I don't know how to, like, what would be the de deciding factor for me? Exactly. 
I, I, you know, now that you say that too, it's like, what would be the deciding factor? Like, does it have to have horns? Need to see where's my? I don't know where my mask is. Like, does it need to to be red? A a pitchfork demon in front of me that says, "I am the demon from hell." That's what I need to prove. See, but then, like, I guess we can go a little bit farther. Like, where is hell? Like, what What even is hell? I don't even believe we can have it in hell. So, like, I if like if we're gonna get into that topic. demonic thing like when i when we say that i we are skeptics yeah i literally mean that i am a skeptic yes i believe yeah. in ghosts but i'm not the kind of person that's go that's paranormal even when we're investigating we, we usually go you're an idiot <laughs> things will excite me but uh um not always 100 percent like a good example a really good example right now would be the asher walton house me and riley were so warm in there and me and jenna were hot and like yelling at each other for part of it <laughs> we were both like I don't think we caught like anything, man. And then Riley texts me like a couple days after when he starts working on the investigation part of the video and he goes, Holy shit, dude. We caught way more than I thought. And it's like, oh God. Like, you really don't notice it when it's happening. You really don't. Yeah, especially when you're under the effects of the weather and everything else that's going on. Like, yeah, it can be really hard to decide what's actually happening. Agreed. I agree with that. And like, but like, I didn't man, feel anything negative. No, that exactly. It actually was actually one it's of the so most exciting houses I've ever been in in my life. Like, if it wasn't so hot, we were going to be in every different room of the house you sleeping. You may have seen our photo on uh, Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Shout out Clayton for commenting this. But we literally had the dogs out. Dogs out in the house for the entire investigation. Dude, Clayton, that was an all time comment, though. The dogs <laughs> out. <laughs> Let them dogs out. And if you guys don't understand what we mean, we walked into the Asher house and we said, do we take our shoes off? We're in a mansion. <laughs> and Keith, the, the awesome Paranormal Dares investigator that helps run the Asher, he goes, I mean, you can if you want. Like, nobody did, nobody said you had to. <laughs> so we just took our shoes and socks off and we we're like, it's our house tonight. We literally just got right into home. Yeah, but Jenna, what Jenna just said is actually a really good point. When it did get darker, you could feel the energy shift to more of like this like energized tone is probably the best way that i can explain it so it was was weird yeah weird is probably the best way to explain it it was just like an electricity was in the air but it was also like when we got there it was poop gate 23 it was there was a lot going on (laughs) inside of us stop it (laughs) (laughs) but no 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 seriously though (laughs) keith gave us the the tour right and it just felt like going to someone's house. Yeah, we were just like, hanging out with Keith in his house. Is really what it felt like, which was awesome because it's like, then, dude, this place is sweet as hell. We had a tour. We got all of, literally just took over the house. Did you just get lost in the Matrix hole? You just yeah, got I so quiet. Was, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking? I don't understand this. He said the house loved it, but it missed us. Oh, oh a storm. Okay. Yeah, there was, I literally was reading that. Like, Dude, you say? went like, <laughs> like sparks and everything. I thought she was saying the house missed us. And I was like, no, no, what? no. Also, Jenna, I see you live on that TikTok over there. Go hit a, at least a thousand likes for me. Yeah, we're just typing up the actual <laughs> Walton video today, too, by the way. That's part the, of our plan. We're literally just hanging out, guys. As you can't tell. If there's anything you guys want to talk about specifically, too, just throw it in the chat we're and then we'll talk, talk about, about it. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, honestly, we can talk about anything. We got the W going. The W. 
I'm so excited for the Asher video. Like the the only thing that I I I looked at Riley today and I was like, I'm sorry. I just found out we have the whole video that we were live on TikTok, and I found the outro video that was not in the files that I needed to give to him before. Oh yeah, Riley was definitely buffering. I was. I mean, that's buffering technology. Store. Every time I do anything. Also, does anybody understand the L? Algorithm for how TikTok Live works and why we only get one fucking viewer. <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm not doing anything wrong. But that's besides the point. So I guess another thing that I want to talk about a oh, little bit. We were bit. talking about how the vibe changed at the actual. Yeah, I'll say another thing about so, that's why I wanted let to get me, through. Yeah. Let me explain what happened. So after the tour, we basically made ourselves at home, took our shoes and socks off, and ran around the house barefoot oh, and screaming, oh, oh. having a good time. Pretty much we're just living our best lives. Took yeah. my shirt off. We're was like, like, bro, we're literally living. have never lived in a house for a day that is a thick. haunted house at that. And it happens to be haunted as fuck. <laughs> and fuck. We literally we headed outside because it was hot. We'd been in the house for like an hour and a half. Stagnant heat. It was super at that. hot. So we decided to go chill and figure out what we were gonna do for dinner. And we chilled for probably like a half hour or so and it started to get dark. And we just went into the house, I think. Pizza I got there, right? Yeah. We went into the house. We got pizza. And as soon as we walked in, as the house got darker inside, it just... The best way to explain <laughs> it is weird. Weird. But it was like this... The not spirit, ominous. It was like, they're awake now. Yeah, like, like everybody's here. Not there during the day. Do you want to hear my it theory? Dark and it was like everyone showed Dude, up. Dude, I was just because you want to hear my theory? They were around in the 1800s. What do you do in the 1800s? Not fucking stay inside. You go play. You go walk around town. Indiana, at like where that town is, it's small. It's rural. It's it's like homey. they were Everybody was probably out on the town that day. And it's if it's like a residual thing, which I don't think it's residual hauntings that are happening there. I do think it's intelligent. But when you come home about the time that I would have I would think that the streetlights would come on. I don't even know if they had streetlights back then because I'm an idiot. But when the lights, you know, like the, the moon comes out and the sun goes down, that's when they all came home. That's when we started getting the children. That's when we started getting like, like, I want to say Julia came through at once too. And honestly, when we got the voice that came through on the spirit box, the one that me and you freaked out about, I think we 100% caught Mr. Asher saying it to Julia. I really do. Yeah. So we're not going to spoil exactly what was said. No, but you anything, can keep that nugget. But just know that we caught a very intimate conversation between Asher Walton and Julia. We What we believe. Allegedly. I love allegedly. But I really do think so. Because it was the, one of the cleanest like spirit box voices I've ever heard come through. And it was louder than any of the stations. Multiple times. Before. Yeah, exactly. He nailed it right there. What I was going to say too. It's like every time we got that voice come through, it was clean, crisp, clear, and loud. And it's like, and wow. We also, for the first time, I will say this, we did capture legit children voices. Yes. Like you can tell that they are legit. And the one that we caught, I'm not even hundred percent sure it actually came out of the spirit box. I also think I saw my first shadow figure. So, <laughs> like, I'll just drop that little nugget there, too. I think I said that last week, honestly. But, yeah, I'm 100% sure once we started getting all the activity like we were and we caught the children's voices, I'm pretty sure I saw one of the children's shadows going into one of the doorways to one of the children's rooms. That was pretty cool. Even with our own ears, Jenna. 
Even with Don't. our own ears. I heard it with my own ears. What did I say while we were at the Asher that I was like super redundant and stupid too? I there was something that was just like, did you just hear yourself talk, you idiot? <laughs> I don't remember what I said though. I don't know, but I sent something to Trevor that Jenna said that's absolutely. Oh my hilarious. god, she she had me play it back and was like, what? <laughs> like she wasn't mad, but I do so love your earballs. You got to keep your earballs open. Iowan, I Iowan. <laughs> I'm from Iowa. Oh, she's gonna hate us. She's gonna hate she's us. For that, but it's literally gonna be immortalized us. in a video. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that that TikTok live though was so much fun to do. And like I guess we it doesn't really matter if we tell you how many views it got. It got three thousand views while we were live there, which is more views on anything that we've ever gotten on one single video. And it was like gas pedal when we started. So it was awesome. So literally, it got dark in there and shit just went boom. Yeah, and we're that's here. and that's what we're trying to bring everybody to. So like, I, this is probably another good way to like you know like just like just drop this in there. Riley's account, what goes bump pod, his TikTok, our main TikTok channel, because th that sloth boy, the one that you see going live, that's my personal account. The one that we also want to get is what goes bump pods TikTok. To a thousand followers as well. So Riley can do the same thing. So we can have multiple people going live in the same locations. So like, tell you France. <laughs> We're sorry we didn't do the duck game too. We it's got too so... It, I'm not even joking when I say the humidity level had to have been at least 90%. And it was at least 89 degrees in the house itself. Stagnant Yo, heat. You see in the video that... Everybody was glistening. Yeah. And like me and Jenna literally got into like a, a little cat scratching like... like meh, meh. I think it was even on the live because the we live. were both so hot and fed up with all the bullshit that we were just like, I just want to cool off. <laughs> and then I walked downstairs and I was like, hey, sorry. I didn't really push you that hard. I didn't mean to push you. Okay. I'm mad. I'm hot. Feels nice out here. Okay. I'm cooling off. I'm feeling less angry. <laughs> that's how I felt too. So it's like, and yeah. A little inside because it won't be in the video. Um, <laughs> we yeah, literally all slept in like a cuddle. Oh, one hundred percent. We're like, and yo, had every single fan in the house turned on us, and we slept underneath the dining room table because it was the coldest room in the house. I I literally didn't even have a blanket over me for like half the night. I looked at Jenna. I looked at the door where a, a face is said to like poke through and look at people, and I was like, "Come get me, a boys! Completely demon blanket free. Come get your boy." Yeah, <laughs> we were <literally laughs> we inviting the ghosts to come sleep with us. I told him I wanted the spoon and nobody spooned with me except for Jenna. So I do, I do want to go back to the Asher. I do think it would be more fun in the fall and the winter time. I definitely, I think summer, it's just all about what you get the weather day. I was just going to say that I do think in the winter time, especially since like, if my theory is correct, where it's like time of year has a big factor on what's happening inside of the house at what times. Yeah. If we go in the winter time, we might have activity the whole time we're there from start to finish. Because once we woke up, it was quiet. It we walked around. Like it was quiet. It did the day before. It did the whole day-night cycle where the nighttime was like... It did die down, though. It did, like, eventually... They, the loneliest. The spirits just kind of stopped talking to us. I like, Honestly, tired them out. it's batteries, dude. Like, the spirits are like batteries. They get charged and decharged when you use them. And we used them pretty good. <laughs> as fucked up as that sounds. I think 
Because we did have. Oh, I guess man. you could say it was poltergeist, but it's not, I don't know. Really. No, dude, I definitely think that was poltergeist activity. We were literally just talking about how we we're going to investigate in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden that flies off. It doesn't fly off like as, as crazy as we make it out to seem. But like you can almost see it like bobble for a second and then it goes forward. So it's like interesting. I don't think wind does that. We will definitely eventually head back there for sure. I think we have our next location in the crosshairs, but we are trying to lock down the date and that way we can get his woman, Ashley, to make her debut on the channel and help Mm -hmm. us investigate with that one. And it's all about timing for work and everything at this point. So that's the biggest thing. My girlfriend is just as into this stuff as we are. Yep. So we're trying to get her to debut on the channel and investigate with us and do her first investigation because I think that would be really interesting having someone that's having two females before. also as I know this is going to sound two sexist. Females, I do think sure. that it helps with dynamics of spirits too because like having an almost all male cast at certain places where there's just male spirits speaking back to you. I think that can be kind of detrimental sometimes because I mean like people want to talk to it. other sexes back in the day too, like a woman's just not going to talk to some random guy. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. I mean, like, the, and I guess this goes, like, into a little bit more of, like, spirits also, we don't know if they're shy or not. We don't know if people were shy when they were alive. Like, me and Riley are very outgoing, so we'll go up to pretty much anybody and say whatever we feel like. And it's not even a problem for us. But other people have problems with that. Anxiety is a real thing. And not to say that, you know, like, spirits have anxiety, but, like, I don't think they lose that trait. I think they were talking to you, Jenna. They just like using the Spirit Talker I app. I do. With I you. do think that. I, I, and I, I love the Spirit Talker app. Like, I know Homie was in the chat earlier. It is such a great app. It works fantastically. We have had multiple occasions now on multiple investigations. Spider Ghost. Yes, my man, Spider Ghost. Where we've had real evidence come through on Spirit Talker. And Again, then we get some very compelling stuff. In this video. Yeah, and then show up on other devices. And then you go, it's not coincident, people. It just isn't. I, I'm not... We have a first on the Spirit Talker app as well. Yeah. Yeah, we did, didn't we? I forgot about that. Like, it is, like, so personal. Actually, two things that are super personal. The first time that it's ever happened to either of us, to be real. Like, for, for the Spirit Box session where it, what happened to me when I was under, and then for what happened to you on the Spirit Talker app where I've never seen it come through the way it did in the regard it did. Gosh, I just can't wait for you guys to see this. Video. I know. I think really so much that cool stuff is gonna going to be gas pedal. I think from after here on tonight to get this video done and out to you guys because I really, 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 really just want to move on to the next one. Honest, as honest to God, it's like as much as we're hyping it up and we talk about it all the time and how much fun it was and how awesome this video is going to be. It's like I want to make the next one even better, like better, better, bigger, better. Because we did find out that we had a, a few technical hiccups while we were there. Um, my camera night vision. Microphone is fucking ass. Terrible. It's even use terrible. It. It, the audio quality sounds like you went like. <laughs> I'm here. Do you want to talk to me? I'm sorry for everybody that had to hear that. No, it was really bad though. Like to the point to where I'm considering taking another camera that has better audio quality and doing night vision sessions with a quality with with a camera that's just recording black you know what i mean so like there you get the audio quality but you get everything else paranormal papa does paranormal papa want to like jump on and talk with us 
<laughs> like we we asked earlier, but my man's Drew. Realistically, if you want to join us on this live stream and talk about some stuff, whatnot, everybody else doesn't have their faces on or isn't ready. But we would love to, you know, just like chit chat for a while since we've been going at it for 45 minutes talking about diamonds and other random bullshit. Yeah, I'd love to hear your opinion about diamonds again. I realistically will go right back into the demons talk. If I if we can get somebody else's opinion where they're like, no, demons are real. This is why. Because convince me that I'm just going to start telling people this. Wherever I come to a junction where somebody's like, hey, you know, like, how do you feel about demons Ooh, and paranormal? I know what we could do. And I'm going to be like, occupied while convince me, up. guys. Just convince me. Because realistically, at this point, my mind can be swayed every which way. Like, I feel like I'm that, like, amoeba where it's like, I'll just take in all the information. But at the end of the day, I'm going to still make my own informed decision. That's absolutely how you should. Why did you pull Project Fear? And the first thing they said was demonic. <laughs> Scare back. That's actually really funny. So if you didn't know, he was just pulling up a video. I think that he's going to share it to the screen, right? Is that where we're going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to talk so about we're this. We're getting there. Because this is kind of why I wanted to talk about this. That's actually a good point. on my mind for a little bit. I think this, this is how scene. we got into a big reason why we wanted to talk about demons today. Is because it's like platforms like, like Project Fear's page have such a big reach that it's like... Is it... I mean, we're talking 312 views in a week. 12K... Yeah, 312,000, sorry, total views and 24,000 likes. And probably 1,000 naysayers, I say, demons, no. I like how you just immediately liked it. <laughs> I thought I did already. All right, okay. pull it up. <laughs> I got my face on, but nothing else. You may lose viewers. <laughs> Please and thank you. I will take every inch of that. All right. All right, pull it up, and then uh, Paranormal Papa, if you want to get ready, yo. So we're just going to play this clip here because this is kind of, this is what they're saying is a demon. You want to just take some pictures, as many as you can, down this hallway? We'll set up a wide camera. We'll take some photos. We know the tall man is up here. We caught you last time. Can you walk in front of this flashing light here? And you want to see if you're still up here. The phone. That's how we caught the same type of evidence on our phone. We'll be able to see you on these pictures. All right. So we just took a bunch of pictures. Chelsea's going to look through them and see if we got anything. Let's check these out. All right. Is it like clear as day or is it not? You'll see. Because I honestly don't know. In what? No, I haven't watched Wait. it. Wait. What the hell? Oh, it looks like there's like a. Yeah, that's actually weird. Is that not in the other one? Why does that even mean? No. Okay, so basically, Fine. hallway. But then this. Yo! What is that? Dude, that's like a white. The shape of a head. Okay, so head what they level. end up doing here is they change it to black and white and do some things to the contrast and I end up flipping it over and it looks like a face. But they had, they, they manipulated the photo so far at that point that you can say matrixing is a thing at that point. That's what I thought is it's matrixing and it's just some 
weird. It is. That's like, an anomaly. Yeah. That's. I'm not saying that's not. That's 100 anomaly. But to say that's a dynamic amom- anomaly face when you flip it and it completely changed what the actual original image is. Like no, 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 no. We shouldn't be doing that. That's misinformation. Like tainted mist. Hold on. No, like, Wait, is there? There's literally nothing. All the way at no, well, I mean, yeah, it's not mine. any okay. other photo. But it almost looks like it's connecting a little bit to the ceiling. Do you see that? Dude, yeah, like right in here. Yeah, it's almost like it's like crawling. It's That's like exactly like the black. It was just black. The last one that we got. Black though. This is white. That's so weird. You cannot tell me that is not yeah, the creepiest. That's definitely like I see what you're saying though, because like there's like little parts of it like connecting up to the ceiling. Awesome what they do. Dude, that's a fucking face. Oh my god, dude. Upside down. Let me zoom in on this. He's getting it. I mean, come on. I don't even really see. That looks like a monster. Yeah. Do you see that eye? Mouth, nose, mouth. Like, dude, that looks like a monster. Like an alien looking. Zoom in on this. Okay. So I do see a. I do see something. It looks like an alien a little bit or like Dobby. Yeah. Did you send him a link? I'm working. Oh, you're working on it. Sorry. I was just looking. I, it does look like Dobby to me, but the thing is, like, I'll use the cursor, like, to point it out. Like, that does look like an eye. That looks like an eye socket too. That could be a mouth where this line is, but realistically, like, demon, demon, that looks like a human face. I. And who's to say we don't get superpowers when we die? I'm just saying, as spirits, we can flow, we can do all that. And damn it, Dobby wants to be a free elf. And we all know Dobby can like, like fucking, suck himself into like a, a transport hole and like, fucking do that crazy shit in his his weird port key thing. But I mean, I just I don't like that these bigger streamers and a lot of these other YouTubers are just putting demon on their post because it's doing well. And I, I don't want to say that's what's happening, but like it really kind of looks like it. And some people might call us hypocrites because we have we a are. whole scene in our trailer where it says demon and like a pan to it. And then like, but I think it's more ironic when we get stuff like that, because like me and Riley, were literally just saying at the beginning of this, like we don't necessarily believe in demons. We think malicious spirits are real, but if you actually watch the real video, you asked, you hear my next question, and it was literally, should I be scared of the demon? Yeah, where it's like, I don't, I don't really put a ton of stock in like demon when I get things that say demons and demonic things. Like you said, I literally need like a goat man in front of me trying to rip my soul out. Yeah, I agree. I, I, need. I 100% need somebody to like realistically just be like, hey, I have the proof, and then show me the proof. And then I'm still probably going to be like, I don't know. Like, your proof, my proof is different. <laughs> like, if I'm drinking, like, 100 proof fucking vodka and you're drinking, like, 40 proof, yeah, there's a big difference. Like, I'm drinking that straight raw. <laughs> like, I want the gasoline. And you guys are over here, like, watering it down. Like, look at this very chipper ghost friend I got here. His name is Demon. Like, I'm sorry. I, as funny as it sounds, as humor as hum, humoring, humorous as we make it. Yeah, it's probably the best word that I could use. 
But I... It's so hard. It's hard, guys. I guess that... So, what Keith told us, and I, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, but... I mean, it he, was his personal opinion, too, wasn't he it? He doesn't like when people come to his property and then turn around and promote it as something demonic. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't like that. Because he feels like it does hurt his business, and it puts a bad name on the town. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're, when you start putting that stigma to places, not knowing if it is or isn't, you're going to give it publicity, whether that be good or bad. And we don't know what one that is because everybody looks at it differently. Like, the one thing that I fear is like people coming to the house, closing down places and because doing of it. some type of occult ritual inside of the house. And yeah. Like, yeah. Basically, you're feeding the place up. So like that, that's my fear with it, especially with like a lot of these places that are a lot bigger and it's a lot easier for people to break in. That's true too. I didn't think about that part. Oh, people do, do oh. that. Paranormal pop. Paranormal papa. My papa. Welcome my to dream. Papa. What's you up, are, guys? You are OG for jumping in late last minute like this. We love you. All right. So you probably caught the tail end of what we were talking about, but how you feel about diamonds? About how everybody's talking about diamonds in the videos and diamonds this and diamonds that. Demons got the mom. Demons got the dad. Demons got the children. You know, it's really kind of funny that you mentioned that because the wife and I just got done watching about the first six episodes of the new season of Ghost Adventures. Don't tell me it's all... Diamond. And well, we all know that whenever he walks into a house or walks into a business or something like that, oh well, this person's had uh, physical contact before. It must be a demon. <laughs> uh, must and it's be. like, no, it must not be a demon. It must be somebody that's really, really pissed off. But that don't mean it's a demon, you dumbass. Yep. I'm glad that you're, we're not the only ones that think about this because like this has been heavy on us for the week where it's like with the Project Fear video that released, you know, because that's that's really what's popular right now is everybody knows Project Fear, at least around the paranormal fields. They're the new rock mm -hmm. stars. They, yeah, they're exactly. And of course, they post about the demon stuff. And I'm not even joking when I say I think every paranormal video that I've seen from every smaller YouTube channel and things that get on on pages for me now that are like for you stuff, it has titles of demons, almost every other one. And it's like, guys, it's satanic panic. And I noticed that a lot on YouTube, you know, I'll start going through some of the. Uh, some of the different channels and their investigations and I was touched by a demon. We scared up a demon. It's like, come on, seriously? Even I mean, our AI it's much, it's much like us Danny has said. You know, Danny yeah. has said it many, many times. Danny, guys, is the head of uh, uh, Southern Michigan Paranormals. He also is the lead for the uh, Great Lakes Ghostbuster Coalition for the uh, Great Lakes Burn Camp. Uh, Danny Holroyd, he also is the, the host oh, yeah. of the Ghost Dramas uh, here in Michigan. And he has said many times, just because there's bad contact or, an, or a, a dark feeling or something, or you get scratched or something's thrown at you or something says, get out, or, or something, 
it doesn't necessarily have to be a demon. Some people were just assholes in life, and they've continued to yep. be assholes in death. That that's exactly. That, I it. think that that sticks true, always and forever from here on out. That's for sure. Cause man, I'm like I'm on that train that me and Riley were just saying to like, it's gonna take some convincing, and if you have the proof to convince me, like you could probably convince me, but it's gonna take a lot. No, and 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 I don't know how many investigations that we've been on. You know, my team where we have heard uh, devil, demon, Diablo, Satan. Things like that, and, and I think what we're picking up a lot of times is if a spirit doesn't want to communicate with you, uh, they, they were people, for God's sakes. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 people don't want to be bothered in life. They probably don't want to be bothered in death. Dweebs said it best right there. Yeah, and they, did. they think um, back to when they were alive, what was the one thing that scared the hell out of them? A demon, yeah. the devil, yes, exactly. Satan coming. It's the whole Salem witch trial thing. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you uh, do you think that you you could be swayed if somebody were to propose to you this evidence that was like, here's a spirit. It's not a human spirit, but it is some type of malicious entity that is of spiritual form. Are we going to classify that as a demon, or are we going to say that's just a spirit that we don't know what it is? If somebody could actually provide me the evidence, if they could, if they could show me, I mean, if this thing straight up said in an EVP, I was never human, I come from the underworld, you know, whatever the case may be, if, if you could show me proof that it is actually a demon and not just an angry spirit or a confused spirit or a spirit don't want to be bothered, then yes, I might I might tend to believe that a little bit. But, right. you know, I going into know. somebody's home and saying, oh, you've had physical contact. Oh, this thing has pulled your daughter's blankets off of her at night or this thing has attacked your children. It must be a demon. No, you've got to look back in the history of your home, look back in the history of the land yeah. that's built on. It's look just back misinformation in the of the land at that Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're, and you're, you're, you're instill, instilling fear in, in these people. Oh, my God, I have a demon in my home. Please help me get it out. Call a priest. Exercise. No, you have an pervert in your room. You really, really want to find a demonologist and talk to them and pick their brain on it and why they believe demons yeah, are actually. Yeah, I'm no expert. Yeah, I don't. I don't claim to be an expert on demonology or like anything of the sort. But it just seems really weird to me that like we we have this place, heaven and hell, and then we have this spiritual realm where spirits can walk the earth. Well, what? When did we when did we get there? Who who also, made that? Why is it only one group of people can decide if an exorcism should be done or not? Why does every priest have to go to the Vatican to get approval to do an exorcism? To me, it's like somebody mis misclassified this. Where it's like heaven and hell and spiritual realms—they're all one big thing. Maybe that is what happens after we die: is we all go to the spiritual realm, and it's heaven and hell combined, and it's all bad and good people. 
and we're all actually still here, but not here at the same time. I know it sounds weird when you say it like that, but it's it's a concept that's like I don't think it's that weird. I've actually got a much simpler explanation of uh, of heaven and hell. Um, if you follow modern religion, I know some do, some don't, but you know, uh, I think the second coming has already come and gone. I think that this is hell, and you know, because they always say that you're born into sin and then you earn your way into heaven. So, you know, I, I tend to, with, with, uh, with all the nasty things going on in the world today, I tend to look at this as, as a form of hell and the achievement of right. finally passing on and leaving this behind is your heaven. Shit, that's, that's not a bad concept, honestly. It's not, because through life you go through many trials and tribulations of figuring yeah. out who, who you are, how you're going to stay true or not true to yep. the soul. And I mean, realistically, like, if you look at your life on, like, a linear path, it's, it's basically like walking in hot coals. You start on a landing pad where there's no hot coals, and you're just starting out, and you're, you're like, oh, this is nice. And then when you when you take the plunge into adulthood, you're stepping into those hot coals, and then you walk those hot coals until eventually you step off the path and you weep, and you're you're off this mortal coil. Yeah. Well, and I mean, so, I mean if you sit and you think yeah. about it, look at the, look at the, uh, look at the trials yeah. that we go, we go through in life. You know, you, you have that trial of being a good person or being a bad person growing up. And when you finally do grow up, you meet somebody. Okay, now, do you stay loyal to that person or do you wonder? Do you work your way through the problems of a marriage or do you get a divorce? Right. Um, do, you, uh, do you live your adult life as a, as a good person who will give their shirt to a, to a neighbor that needs help, or will you give your time to someone who needs it, or give the food out that you've worked hard to bring into your home to somebody who needs it, or are you going to take and be a bad person? So, I mean, you, you constantly, yeah. from, from, the t from the time we're children to the time we die, we are you going to be a good parent? Are you going to yell at your kids and beat them? You know, are you going to be a good neighbor? Are you going to right. start fights with your dad? I mean, from the time we're children to the time we die, we go through constant trials and tribulations. And I, I really honestly think, you know, being a, 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 an almighty higher power, God is sitting somewhere with one of those little boards up on the wall, and he's either putting smiley faces or frowny faces on it. And, and it's like, okay, he's got to be good in his life. He's only, only fucked up a couple of times. Yeah, we'll let him in. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this whole adulting thing is bullshit. <laughs> I'm, just saying. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on a good person, bad person kick right now. I've been working for four days around my job. Um, oh, no. We had a, well, we had a, a, a member of our uh, work crew on Saturday night that uh, uh, actually put, uh, they were in a bit of a rush, put two baskets of fries down, the oil exploded, went all over the floor. Oh, no. And he fell in it. So he's oh, in Indianapolis God. right now with second, third degree burns over 70% of his body and in a coma oh, right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, they called me up to cover all of mine and his shifts for the week. So, 
I'm on I mean, my fourth day now. And, too. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, it's been it. It was terrible. Um, I I heard that they they uh, he kind of started moving around yesterday a little bit, but then he they he I mean that's went right good. back to sleep again. And, and I'm sure it's probably a medical induced coma because you know when you're bandaged yeah. up, every time you smile or you move or you look, you, you've got those you've got those blisters under the bandages that are going to pull and cause pain. So I'm pretty sure it's a medically induced coma. <laughs> That's why I want to say, like, everybody that's on, on the front lines and that is doing, like, food prep or any type of, like, customer service-related job, you guys are the real ones. It takes a whole army of people to make the world go around, and you guys are appreciated more Thanks, than you dog, know. I appreciate that. Because that's and now, crazy. And, like, homie was literally just doing his job. That sucks. Yeah, and, and you know, all I have to worry about now is pizza. So, you know, all I got to worry about is dropping a hot pizza on my lap or something. But, uh... Yeah, so it's not as bad, but still, you're you're part of the cog that makes the whole world go round. As much as it sucks, because I don't want to be part of the cog. I, I, yeah, you I know, just, the, oh, the, cog, the cog sucks. I want, but, I want uh, yeah, I, I just <clears throat> For three days now, I've been researching and working on my own version of a review of the Jason Aldean song that's been getting all the controversy. And... Oh, you know, that, that I, come in my I, town or whatever. I call it, uh, yeah, oh, try yeah, that. Try, uh, try that in a small town. And uh, yep. I actually, yep. I actually done uh, Drew's reviews, reaction and opinion. Jason Aldean's try this in a small town. And believe me, I, I get into a little bit of history. I actually had to cut some of it out. Some of it was just I, I know I would have got like really, really um, right demonetized for it. So, yeah, we always say, like, eventually we're going to say something that somebody's not going to like and they're going to flag us for it. But, I mean, eventually we'll get there. I don't know. Who knows? But realistically, like, well, you know. I do like I do like that controversial stuff. Like, that topic is a hot one right now. And it's everywhere. And it's not like it's super taboo to talk about it because it's like everybody holds their own opinions on stuff. Why do we have to hate each other for having an opinion? Right. Especially in an age where we're literally so free to express our own mind. And one moment how we feel is not how we feel 10 minutes later. <laughs> I flip-flop on the demon thing for like the past fucking hour. Bro, literally for the past <laughs> week, this has been in my mind. And I can't fucking figure out if it's like a good thing for the paranormal community to use, keep using these types of words. Or it's a bad thing. I know. And it's just going to ruin everything that we're trying to prove. That's the flip side to it, too. Because like the good thing that it could bring is more publicity to the paranormal field and to these places where... like. I guess like the Joliet prison is a good one because Blood Moon is that's his that's, that's his, baby. his baby, and the fact that that's where Project Fear just was, and then they used demonic in it, and it's like it's it was on the verge of being closed down before that. But on the flip side, three hundred thousand people just watched a video about that location. So is it that bad? Ah, it that's that's the hardest thing. Down, then you have to think about the religious views of the people who own it. That too. That, you have to think about that. All of these things things into account and on top of that whether this person is using it all the money to keep the place restored or if they're using it as financial income to support their own lives I, that's the like thing you dude. end up affecting it either it could be good or it could be bad depending on how and, they and, feel and, about it. and see that's another hot button issue with the paranormal community is you have these people uh that might own a location or two 
Uh, maybe they had them moved from one, one location to another location so right. these things could be together. You know, like uh, 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 Fulton County Historical Society in um, Rochester, Indiana, have got like seven or eight old historic buildings from all over the county that they moved onto yeah. their land and set up their own little town. Um, I'd love to get in there and, and do a, a weekend I know. in that place. Uh, especially in like the old doctor's office because back when this thing was built he was the doctor the surgeon the dentist oh they did it all there oh yeah so and oh, it was boy. civil war era place so you know they were they were doing everything from delivering babies to dressing wounds uh, dressing wounds to severing limbs to everything in this place to people dying of infection or overdoses and, that's crazy or, uh, but when I was looking for places last year to go and investigate, we were running across, we ran across a person in Indiana and they own a certain location in Hartford City, Indiana. And we've come to find out they have bought five more locations. Oh, hell yeah. In that area. Yeah. And then they charge 60, $65 per person to come in for seven or eight hours and uh, do an investigation. And it's like, wait a second. So, what do we get with this? Uh, you get the right to do an investigation. Yeah, yeah. A little greedy there, wouldn't you think, uh, Bucky? So I, you do you want to hear greedy? We we reached out to a place here in Muskegon, and um, I'm not gonna we're not gonna name drop because that's not how we're gonna be right now. We can say it behind closed doors, but they told us. For four hours of investigating, it was going to... No, how long was it? I'll tell you. Okay, yeah, so you have the price. Four hours of investigating, limited access for $400 for four to five people. So they wanted $100 an hour per person. And I was like, that's not even enough time to, like, set up and get an investigation, like, really going, going. Yeah. Four yeah. hours here. And, and, and then a lot of them want you out time. by midnight, unless you do a even complete lock-in. it was... They didn't even tell me what hours it was yeah, going to be. And my thought was like, it's going to be during business hours. There's going to be people in the building. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I feel like, too yeah, great about I'm it. I'm not when... paying $400 to hang out in your building. Sorry. If they would have said like an overnight was, it was 400 was cool. That's not better. negotiable too. They wouldn't negotiate with me. Yeah, now see, I've ran into places that are $250 a night for up to 12 people. And then each person after that was $35 a piece. But you're there from, what is it, 8 o'clock at night till 10 o'clock in the morning. You have full access to the kitchen, uh, full access to yeah, the all the amenities. Room and all the amenities, yeah. And I'm like, now that's not a bad deal. No, not so, at all. No, not at all. Just like the Asher. They had everything included, snacks, a full case of water in the fridge for us. They were like, you guys can put yourself in the fridge. Like, you guys can do, you can sleep wherever you want. You know, like, it was all... Everything was so welcoming. This is your house. Yeah, but yep. every place that we've tried to get into that has overpriced us, it's like, I see you as a stick here. It's not about the history. It's not about the location to you. It's about the money, unfortunately. And I think, unfortunately, it's like, oh, you have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Okay. Another one of you guys. And that's the other thing. Do you think that a lot of these places that... I, I don't really think this happens, to be honest, but when investigators like us smaller channels or like yourself or even like those dweebs or anybody else that's going to watch this later or joins whatever 
if they approach somebody, give them their business card and say, like, we have a YouTube channel, we go live, we talk about places, we do the history on them, we'd like to investigate here. Do you think they actually go and look at their channels before they just write it off? I think they just write them uh, off no. immediately. Just I think whatever. they just write them off. Yeah, I, it's, it's terrible as terrible. it is because it's like... 90% of the people that go to these places like you and I and Riley and like all the other channels that we do like literally watch consistently which is all of our friends <laughs> that have been on here and ones that are going to be on here they do great histories they do amazing portrayals of these places and it's like you don't want people to see this beautiful monument that's in this town in this light why like it's it's being shown off so spectacularly yeah like everyone that we've had on here the best part of their episode is the history almost every yeah. single one of them you're at the end of it you're like damn that was that was so cool. good like i'm so you, glad i you, know about that you know it, it's really funny to hear you say that because i don't know how many times i've had to look at mark when we've been out at an investigation and say okay can we try the abridged version yeah <laughs> let's just <laughs> Can I? Can we not do like one video of nothing but the history that's an hour long, and then do a forty-five minute investigation? Afterwards? Yeah, that's where we I have problems done. sometimes too, where we get real dry because the history will be like, oh, there's so much here, I can't leave it out, and then we're like, yeah, ten minutes running of just talking. Well, Mark, when we start doing our investigations together, he he actually um, he started researching all of the Michigan because we were running into a lot of Civil War graves. And he yeah. started he started There's researching of all of the Civil War soldiers who mustered out of Michigan their birth dates, their death dates, whether they died in battle or died in a civilian life afterwards, everything, where they came out of, what unit they were with. I think he's got like eight or ten binders full of names of the 22,000 some odd people that just went out of Detroit and and the surrounding wow. community that mustered into the Civil War. And it's like, dude, you do not go into full detail about these people. This guy was at Gettysburg, this guy was at Antietam, he didn't die there, he died later on, and that's it. A bridge version. A bridge version. <laughs> historians just, are, historians are gonna love the history Paranormal investigators are going to say, are gonna okay, well, let's scan along the bar here and see what he quits Very talking. true. <sighs> yeah, and it's it's tough, like, for me, like, making this video right now. The hardest part was, like, when, how much do you cut out before you get, like, how, how soon do you put in something that could be paranormal yeah you know what i mean like, i agree with that where it's like where do we cut the footage back into like the stuff you guys came for realistically at least that's what i think but being a history buff myself it's like i'll sit through the history i don't care it's fine i'd rather know what i'm getting into beforehand rather than just go blindly into a place where it's like there's the spirit of a man yelling at me i think the reason you need to have some type of history before you watch something paranormal is it's the only way any of it ends up making sense Right, I yeah, I can you catch a man's voice. Well, whose man's voice was it? Well, this guy lived here, so it was probably his. Yeah, you I would think assume, so. Like, who, whose else's voice would it be? I mean, I guess you could say spirits are transient and that it could be anybody, but then at that point, like, that, what is that? I definitely believe that because, like, 
it was the biggest house in the town. That's where everyone had their parties. Probably some people's best memories were inside of that house, you know? So oh, yeah. yeah. They're probably going to want to go yeah. be there because that was the best time they had when they were alive. Yeah, you know, literally. Uh, d- d- those dweebs said something a few minutes ago. Imagine having that much money, that many locations, and screwing people over. Yeah, and that's exactly the what's reason exactly the, the reason they do that, uh, guys, is because... For every seven or eight of our little groups, even if we all like, you know, the guys and and you dweebs and Jenna and me and my team and all got together and we give them their $200 or whatever for all of us to go investigate. For, For every little group of people that they say no to, there's always that one or two big name groups. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to come in there and pay them thousands of dollars and give yeah. them yeah. international coverage instead of just doing an investigation, maybe put on a YouTube channel that's going to get, you know, 50 or 75 or 100 views. Thousands right. of people are going to see you know, these investigations at this asylum or this haunted school, or this haunted bed and breakfast or, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. And I always, always, thought, it was, I always thought it'd be cool as hell to own a haunted bed or breakfast. I'd let anybody come in. Right. Well, and it's like, to me too, like, a lot of these places, I think realistically, they're probably looking at it as... If we charge two hundred dollars a night for these investigating teams to come in here, realistically, and then we we fill up our schedule for four straight months, you do the math. You're making really good money. You really are making good money. And I know it sounds awful to like break it down like that, but it's a business. It really is. Like they have to make money to restore these places too. Yep, yep, you do. And and you know, as as for you know what what Dweeb said just a minute ago about. Uh, you know, having experiences of job and it's like pulling teeth to get the higher ups to agree for anything to happen. We have gone through that. It's hard to get them to even talk. Well, and see, we've gone through that with a couple of different investigations. Happened to go through uh, board meetings. That that last that last big investigation yeah. that that we all done uh, up in uh, uh, Keeler Township, Michigan. Um, Hartford, Hart, uh, Van Buren County, up by up near Hartford, Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah. They had actually watched a few of our videos. So I guess somebody there said, "Hey, here's there's a team that's right here, not very far from us, They're about a half hour away." They seem to do really good investigations, but we still had to go to a, ta- a township board meeting, sit through the board meeting, get their approval. To go out did you guys have to speak and, at the board meeting at all? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Sure did. Sounds to, interesting. To a, a bunch I mean, it of very boring, old but like, people. And half of them didn't even yeah, know what paranormal was. A couple of them didn't even know what paranormal was. They said, what's paranormal? It's goat hunting. Oh. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Excuse me? I, yeah, that's bonkers. Paranormal. Yeah, that's bonkers. You know what's funny too though like that's and i like this isn't to be offensive to anybody by any means but like that's realistically like what's running most 
of our infrastructure everywhere is people that are, I don't want to say outdated, but like these board members didn't even know what ghost hunting was. And I know a lot of the Senate is like the age is probably like 70 and above. So it's like, damn, like this is, this is pretty much where we're living in, which is insane. Like it's, it's fun to be a paranormal investigator. It's expensive. It's worth it. And I definitely oh, think God. that it's never going to go away. I think the problem we have with it is we're being you know, both very frugal people. So we always see anything with multiples. You're also like, eh. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. There. I'll buy a 50 I would again, love, but I won't. I, I would love to have a, a get there now. Yep. Yep. I'd, I'd love to have a really, really awesome SLS camera. I, I would love to have yeah. a, a, a paranormal periscope. I'd love to have a paranormal music box. You know, uh, the yeah. few times that I've been with... I just want to get like with, a 4K night vision camera. Yeah. yeah so you know, the, nice the few investigations I've been on with Tommy, uh, who was supposed to be your guest tonight, I see. But... Um, he pooped yeah. his pants and decided to back out. Yeah, and he doesn't wash when he pees, so. <laughs> That's right. That's fucking right, dude. I forgot about No, that. he uses his mustache wax. <laughs> that's how that, that's how that thing keeps that beautiful form and, and slowly curls up. It's not going to be very long before it actually starts oh, wait, to wait, screw. Wait, wait, wait. I did it backwards. It's yeah, flat. Okay. <laughs> but um, you know the, the few investigations I've been on with him, that paranormal music box of his is amazing, and, and I've had yeah, I've sweet. had awesome contact. Um, well, we done the um, uh, the Masonic Lodge in Pawpaw, Michigan, last year. Yeah. And before it was a Masonic Lodge, it was a. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, a place for uh, the poor to go to get uh, almost like a shelter type deal. And uh, yeah, yeah. I had amazing communication with that music box with a girl. You know, I sat right there in the doorway to the main meeting room communicating with this little girl and she kept playing with the box, making it dink 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 then stop it dink 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 that's so crazy. And, and so crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'd love to have one, but you know, who has hundred twenty dollars to spend on a music box? You know, who's got a thousand dollars to more spend on an SLS camera? I think they're more, yeah. more now. Yeah. The Ovulus is another good yeah, like example too. It's six hundred bucks. It's so expensive, yeah. and I'm so thankful for your dad. Because holy shit. That's going to change our investigations big time. It's going to be so I, I cool to see the spirit talkers say the same thing as the ovulus. That would be crazy. I don't think anyone's ever had that. I, that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, all the hobbies I Ooh, have. That would be a good one. That would be a really good one. Mm -hmm. going off, which we need to get an actual rent. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, I do I think. But that, I do think if once that mel meter is up we have goes off as the REM pod, we're going to freak out because it's never it's, Yeah, and the fact that we had the temperature gauge go off at the Native American I, I, I literally just said, sanctioned myself. The Indian Bear Ground video, um, mm -hmm. when that temperature gauge is going off, that was the first time we've ever had it go off anywhere, and we've had it in multiple different climates. I want, you, I want your opinion, Paranormal Papa. I know you watched it. What did you think of our latest video? Yeah, like editing, like investigating itself, like the whole flow of it, like 
the B-roll shots, like, was it good? Or, like, what could we tune that needs to be better or not uh, better? <laughs> I, I thought the, I, I thought the Indie Battleground video was amazing. I sat, I sat there yeah, from, yeah. from beginning to end. I watched it. I, I, I loved everything you guys done with it. The only thing that upset me is the fact that uh, I didn't have a way to come and join you. Right. Right. Hell I mean, yeah. Being, I appreciate being a historian, that. So being, you know, be, being a historian, being uh, very, very close to the community and, and liking to get into uh, burial mounds and, and native cemeteries and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I I was wondering what you thought of how we did the history because the guy we wanted to highlight in that investigation was the was good John and all we could find was a newspaper a very small like excerpt of it about him and the history of why the cemetery was there so we literally just read that mm -hmm. yeah. because we couldn't find anything else and we're like how do you even make a script of this it's the only history that's available yeah us. and, and boy really were those names can't. and and anybody. Anybody who does any kind of video, whether it's paranormal or it's history or it's a, a reaction video, I ran into that, and that's one of the parts that I had to cut out of my reaction video because, you know, number one, I was fully ready to have like 97,000 beeps in there because I knew I was going to get emotional about the whole racial thing. But then when I got into right, the yeah. history... You know, well, he filmed that uh, video in front of a courthouse uh, where a young black man was hanged in 1927 out of the second-story window. And I told my wife, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm talking to her, I'm talking to Steph about, you know, doing the reaction video. And, and she says, that can't be the last hanging. And I said, no. I said, three years later in Marion, Indiana, they drugged two kids out of the jail held the jailer up against yeah. the wall. A thousand people drug him out and hung him because some little white girl said, oh, well, they touched me. And then those poor men were up there swinging in the tree. She's out there laughing, going, they didn't really, but that's two more of them off the street. Oh, my fuck. Oh, my God. And that's they didn't so do brutal. anything to her. So they didn't do anything to her about it. But that was 1930. In Look at the depravity of that, that that little girl too. Like, you wouldn't think that humans are capable of that, but she was capable of that depravity because of the time era of, of everything that was going on. And you can't tell me that that prejudice that was around the time that somebody of that time era dies doesn't hold on to those things in death. I definitely think, like we said earlier, if you're an asshole in life, you're an asshole in death. I think that goes the same for if you are prejudiced if you are sexist if you are a yep. pervert if you're like misogynistic or feminist like yeah i don't think any of those qualities go away i think they stay oh. and if not get worse over time who knows i have taken a, a, a young woman into an investigation before and you know she was a very free-spirited kind of person Hippie. and she kept feeling like she was being touched. She kept feeling like her hair was being brushed. She kept feeling like little pins and needles on her neck and stuff like that. Yeah. And I said, I said, listen, instead of, you know, being my shadow, why don't you go and sit in that chair over there? Yeah. Take, 
take the reins get up and just just kind of lean back kind of you know look a little seductive talk a little seductive you know and i'll sit here and i'll film and we'll see what happens and i'll just be quiet and i had a few of the devices set up around her and stuff like that and the, the touching and everything actually amplified because huh. she started being see? seductive and not offset towards them she started being more open and, and more seductive towards them and she started feeling hand, uh, like fingertips rubbing up the inside of her thighs on her jeans and her back so across you know her fire shoulders don't, don't do stop it red light yeah exactly <laughs> and you know as oh soon as she God. started to really feel uncomfortable we stopped the experiment right there you know, mm -hmm. she came back to being my shadow again and just walked behind me while I while I done the filming and everything. Or she filmed while I done all the talking. But it was yeah. the idea that, yeah, you know, regardless of, of what you were in life, you will continue to be that in death. Yeah. If you don't make it a conscious effort to change who you are before, you know, you cross the veil. Yeah. So, well, I'm like, think about this, too, like. So, bad people, who we deem bad people, we put them to death. We kill them. We, we have places that are specifically for euthanizing human beings that are terrible people. Well, if we're getting all these demon things happening all over the place, I don't know, I guess my thought here, like the line of thought is, there's probably more dead spirits at a time that are bad then there are good because good people live longer <laughs> my, that's my thought on that <laughs> well and and once all again, the time, think about what i said in the beginning if this is hell where do those yeah, guys yeah, go when they die fuck that's they're just getting a free ride they, out quicker they stay right here all right guys i'm gonna go rob a bank <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> Fuck, that's that's You're such too a skinny rob a bank. It changes, it obscures everything that I think of too, because it's like everybody always has that like very blind line of sight when it comes to like the afterlife and that. But when you start opening your blinders up and seeing what other possibilities there are, it's like, oh shit, dude. Now I really you have to don't remember know. too that our eyes only see a certain amount of the light spectrum. That's also a super super relevant point. God, dude. Why is it that the, the coolest shit, like paranormal and aliens and all of this crazy stuff is the most obscure shit that we have no fucking answers for because it makes me mad. And I'm like that type of intellectual person that's like answers are they're like you're giving me golden bars when you give me an answer to something that it's like I'm looking for. Like, it's like AI oh, yes, just constantly sick. trying to solve the problem. We're dude, literally like super a massive AI, and no one's yeah. ever been able to figure like, out. I'm not smart like a supercomputer, but it works like one. It's it, it's all comes down to I well, I know this guy who knows this guy who knows this guy who did a TV show about aliens. It's like they daisy change computers <laughs> together, and I'm on the end, and it's like that one working at like half capacity, and it's weird. I know this guy who went to the pyramids once. <laughs> Most likely, it was not built by humans. No way it fucking wasn't i will i will die on that hill anywhere anytime there's i, no I, knew, this, I knew this guy once that, that ran into a ran into a a, 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 a shapeshifter 
in, in, uh, in northern Indiana. And so he's a, he's a professional in cryptids. And uh, how does he know it was a shapeshifter? Did it shapeshift in Did he just Hello, see Rick a wild Michael dog and think about <laughs> Yeah, no, it's 100%. It's, like, it's, when we start playing telephone on that, it's like, oh. No, we don't want to play telephone. That's some fucked up stuff right there. I know. I, I just don't like... Is it a big game of telephone? I, I what My thing is, too, is, like, when you start telling people... And this is a complete tangent. But, like, when you start telling people what you think you hear before you let them say what they hear in, like, an EVP or an Xbox session or anything that relates to, like, an audio cue that you're supposed to hear with your ears and be like, what did you hear? If you tell me what you heard first, that's what I'm going to hear. Like, I'm sorry. It's just how that works. I'm sorry. It's just how that works. definitely. Like, yep. I just, every, every right. single investigation video I've ever seen, and every time we go on an investigation, if me or Riley goes, I heard this, we play it back, and I'm like, I heard it too. And it's not me, like, faking it. It's like, oh, I legitimately just heard the same thing that you heard. But then you play it to a third party, and they're like, you guys are completely illiterate. That was not two syllables. <laughs> That's amazing how that works. So... Next clickbait will be shapeshift. I was just gonna say it's, it's already happening. I've seen it on TikTok like ten times. Do we believe in doppelgangers or like legitimately having like your own like person's shadow? Did you watch Matt's video yet? No, I haven't got a chance to yet. Okay, I'm just gonna tell you now. Yeah, just just let me get it because I'll watch so it. We had uh, Matt Batten from Double Hour Productions on the show on Saturday. Award winning. And he has. This awesome film on the Conjuring House, and he's had multiple accounts of a shape or doppelganger of himself. Yeah, basically. Like, and I, I've also had somebody who I've I've been sent pictures of who looked just like me that lives in town here too, and it's like, I don't know if that's complete coincidence. I've seen a picture of a guy who looked just like me too, but it's like, weird. Exactly. Like, especially someone tagged me in the photo and was like, Dude, yeah. is this what were you doing here?" And I was especially like, since we live in the same towns as some. With these people that we see, but who is to say we don't take it a step farther and that there are actually our doppelganger beings that live in this world that we just don't know about because who knows? There could be many factors that go into it. Because I mean, I honestly believe that there are things like doppelgangers and shapeshifters out there. Well, it's it's actually really funny that you mentioned doppelgangers when when I was a, a much younger person, like right around y'all's age. Um, I was down in uh, central Indiana, and I went into a bar. I was down there uh, visiting some friends of mine. I figured I'd stop at the bar, get dinner, have a drink before I took off. And uh, somebody walked up to me and said, Oh, my God, I heard you were dead. What the shit? And I'm like, have we met? No, I'm here. And then, the, then they called have me Harry. Oh, somebody didn't even know it's like Terry. It's me. I'm like, dude, my name is Drew. No, I'm Drew. It's not Terry. <laughs> no, I'm Paranormal Papa. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> you know, stop fucking with me. No, no, dude, my name is Drew. I live like four hours south of here. They're like, dude, you look just like a guy I went to school with. I heard he got hit by a train. Oh, and Jesus you are Christ. the spitting image That's of him. 
That's crazy. And and and, what's, and you know, I've actually ran into people, and then ran into the same person in a different location, within a twenty-four hour period. And so, really? you know, I carried on a conversation with that person the day before. Said, "Hey, good to see you again. It was nice meeting you yesterday and stuff." Do we know each other? Jesus. See, that would trip me out. And I mean, memory is kind of a funky thing sometimes, but like, I, to me, I don't forget faces very easily. Like, I might forget names, but faces, no. So it's like, huh, that's weird. I think that goes with like your brain can't even make. Yeah, you can't make up faces you've never seen. Um, what do you mean, Jenna, that you uh, you brought something back from Eden Springs? We, <laughs> I can elaborate a little bit on this. So once we left Eden Springs, I honestly think we spoke to you a little bit about this. How we heard noises out, outside on my porch, and then mm-hmm. I, I after we heard the noises on my yeah. porch, yeah, and after we heard the noises on my porch, we opened our spirit talker after the next day, and then it basically alluded to somebody was looking in my windows that morning. We got back from Eden Springs, so then we figured that all out, and then we started having like weird noises occasionally and then we had something fall off our walls our, our wall once while we were live with creepy confidential on a live stream and then since then there's not been a whole lot of activity but it seems like as soon as we got back from eden spring things like weird stuff did start happening hmm i see uh, the, the what three times i've been there i've never had a problem with with anything seemingly following me back, no. and I, I never, I never close out my communications. If you guys watch me when I investigate, I never close out my communications. Yeah. I, you can't follow me home. Never, you can't attach yourself to me because you know. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is my. Uh, this is my secret sanctum right here. If they want to come in here and they want to hang, yeah. and and play and crawl inside my, my Slimer statue or my my little chattering squirrel skeleton up here on the wall that shit came alive that'd be so cool could you could you seriously imagine just sitting here out of nowhere and just all of a sudden you know where's he at (laughs) where are you at oh yeah jenna got a voice when she walked outside on the porch to look at a possum that was like hey hey yeah, if I just turned on in the middle of the night, yeah. I just had a cat ball go off by itself in my room room yesterday. That's pretty weird. They are sensitive, though. So, I mean, even, like, I feel like a little bit of air, if it just takes it just know. a little bit, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, because, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't really know if it was, like, a bad thing we brought home. But when I talked to Deb, she did say that she saw a black, shadowy figure that was, like, loping around in the woods out there. So it's like, that is interesting, because they hadn't seen that before. But then again, I'm not saying demon, and I'm not saying skinwalker. I'm not saying any of that. I, could, I, I think it potentially could be skinwalker, maybe. But my thing would probably have to be just, like... Uh, like a bear spirit or something weird. I think it was more or less just a weird circumstantial thing. It could have, it could very much so be circumstantial too. You have to remember with Eden Springs before the uh, House of David, uh, before that land was purchased by them, 
you know, there were Native Americans all through those those valleys and and uh, uh, those hollers and stuff because of the natural springs. You know, each spring is is, is high in a different kind of mineral. So they they use those things for for prayers. They used it for healing. They used it for you know spiritual cleansing. They used it for yeah. everything. And then when that land was bought and he started going out into those woods and exploring that area, the area that they found Danny in when we were doing the... Um, uh, oh, the remote viewing. The, um, remote viewing with Michelle. You know, just if, if you would have walked another 30 or 40 yards back underneath that trestle and out in those woods, that was about the area where he found the unearthed native bones that had just washed down out of the, out of the hillside with, you know, simple common erosion. Yeah. Yeah. God knows how many I mean, hundreds of bodies are buried That would make sense. Still. That would make sense, too, if they were seeing, like, a, a Native American spirit of some sort out there. Because I don't... I, I put a lot of my money on that these creatures that people see that aren't human-looking are most likely Native American type spirits of some sort. Because, I mean... And I that's what I believe the elemental is. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, or even... Yeah, you... Perfect. Think about Roy being a white person. Like a, a colonizer. But then you come... You see this... Like, I guess what, what to me, imagining this, like, a black spirit figure that has, like, a human shape. But what did they do when they dressed up in war guard? They made themselves look big. They put the feathers on the yeah. Riley nailed yeah. it. Yeah, you. I didn't even think about that, dude. In war mode, like he's going to attack you. Like it's just it's yeah. in his nature. He yeah, literally kill you and probably scalp you. And it like, might not be like to, talking about to us. It might seem like, malicious and demonic, but like it's literally just in his nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got a spear in his hand. Like he's ready to like kill something. Yeah, no, I, I actually that that actually because if he a doesn't, lot. he's going to die. That's like a so, my brain. <laughs> yeah, that uh, never thought of that. That's that screech that you and Jenna heard uh, is is uh, still surprising to me. It it was um, it was like how do I want to say it? Like a gurgly, screechy, like it didn't sound superhuman to me. Like if it was somebody, it might have been somebody that was like Superman. No, it sounded like Starscream. But, like, I guess it, to me, to like to my ears, the best way I could think of it was like a gurgly water screech. Like, if you were like coming out of underwater, you're like, Ugh! it was weird. It was yeah, like it had, super weird. Had that, yeah, it had that whole. Yeah, look, it had like that gurgle sound. That's why I was like, the fuck did we just hear? You want to hear a ghost that, story? That was a very interesting investigation. I, I would, I really would like to get all of us back out there again. Um, yeah. We're actually trying you to get know, in touch with them right yeah. now to try to like get something. Like if you can get in touch with them, we emailed them, but they haven't got back to us for some reason. I know Deb uh, isn't I've, the one that's. I've, I've like actually stuff got Debbie's phone number. So. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to. Yeah, I don't know if she exactly remembers you though because you've never actually met her. But yeah, if you want to like pick a date, uh, what date were we looking in? Like what? Month? I guess like for me, a cool date would be late September. Late September would be good for me. So if we can get that all like squared away, we'll come get you. We'll fucking we'll go to Eden Springs. I know Jenna's already loving this idea. 
Well, Jenna, and I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's just they the love fact there. that most women back in that time period when the House of David was in operation and stuff, I don't know if it's the fact that m most of them were just brunette. You've seen very few redheads. It must, um, be, you, must be. You definitely didn't see redheads that ran around in tank tops and stuff like that. Their bodies were covered completely. Up. You know, padded up. Yeah. And they're, they're completely fascinated with her. And yeah, I mean, all of them I, had beards and hair that were all the yeah. way down to their nipples. Yep, and I, 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 both times we've we've been out there together. I've had a ball, you know, just sitting there communicating, oh, yeah. especially in the, the, the greenhouse. It's uh, so ironic too, because it's not the original greenhouse. It's just where the yeah. location of the greenhouse was, and it's so active. It's weird. It's cool though. Yeah, but definitely, you know, maybe uh, maybe those dweebs and me and uh, you three can get together and uh, go out there and do something. I will I will check into uh, uh, late September, and I just got to yeah, be careful because I'm actually officiating a wedding over there um, in uh, St. Joe. Oh, are you really? The 29th oh, hell yeah. of September. So... Nuts. We'll see. We'll see. That's what we day can after do. my birthday. My new boss is kind of cool about giving me time off for for things. So. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're like, here's an advance notice too. Yeah, you know, when I'm giving him two and three months advance notice, he tends to uh, he tends to be a lot. Uh, not to mention, he understands we have lives outside of that place. So. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Me and Riley are trying to lock down stuff that's closer to home like within the next couple of months so we don't have to travel very far and we don't have to you know spend so much time time out of town and everything and all that yeah, so we can't i would love to here. get up there yeah i'd love to get up there where you guys are at there, there's the there's the uh um there's two cemeteries up there that mark found last year um yeah the the one that's uh, got the indian burial grounds in the background or in the back of the cemetery that's supposed to be guarded by a shapeshifter and um, then the other cemetery is supposed to be guarded by a, a Revolutionary War soldier. So, so uh, both places have had a lot of a lot of uh, contact, both uh, both visual and audio. So I would I would yeah. love to uh, to get up there, but once again, that's going to be a a multiple day investigation to to do both cemeteries. So right. Just a matter a Friday of Friday night and Saturday night never hurt. Nope. Nope. Just a matter of them getting the time off work since they have a little bit more uh, high-level job than I have. They have to have somebody cover them. Yeah. So, and they're usually the ones that do all the covering. So yeah, we'll that sucks when that happens. So that's a good point, Jenna. Nunica is guarded by a Civil War soldier. That's who says I'm the devil in our... Uh, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. That's who, in our intro video, that's the spirit who says I'm the devil. Yeah, at the Nunica Simulpoi. Mm. Yeah, Nunica. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I, I really want to go on the investigation so bad. Yeah, same here. It's like crazy. Yeah, me too. It's been uh, been forever since I've been on one because of their work schedules. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hardest part, man. Like, that's what really crippled us the last couple 
couple of years of the podcast and wanting to do the investigation stuff, like we were accumulating our, our gear and we were trying to do things, but it wasn't working out realistically how we wanted it to. And we weren't getting the, like, you know I mean? We weren't meeting where we wanted to realistically with our schedules until Riley got his new job. My schedule calmed down a little bit. You know, Jenna changed jobs to what she's doing now that's less intensive. So there's actually like more more wiggle room for babysitters and things in that nature. So it's it's been way I think, easier. I think things will get a lot like cooler once it's like the new year and I can do like days during the week. Um, yeah. Yeah, once once this yeah, once new year rolls back like, over and I get my paid vacations again, like yeah, it's gonna be nice because I'll get at least a week paid off. So it's like we can realistically, if we want to take a road trip, because I really save. don't like the hardest thing for me is I don't like pushing myself driving. No, I don't like driving. I don't want to fall asleep terribly, terribly at the fun. wheel. That's like a huge fear. Of mine. A couple well, of and, our and friends you know, have done it. Yeah, I figured with Riley, the the best time to investigation would be the winter time because you can't take the boat out yeah. as much. So. Yeah, that too. <laughs> he, I no joke. I'm not even kidding. If you can't take the boat out, you know what they do? They just fly up to fucking Alaska and can go do it up there. <laughs> they just don't oh. ever fucking stop. And, and like the the next hardest part between two of us is. I literally tell him I love ghost hunting, but I love hunting deer more. Yeah, and I'm like, I, and realistically, realistically though, I think I like in this also like just spitting it out at you like i could take me jenna and like, yeah, somebody I've, else on an investigation I've, always said, I've, I've just always said like dude like i don't care if you go on an investigation without me like just, just go do it, it and record like, it good <laughs> and then on the other hand it's sick it's because i'm literally it's like, like dude we're, you're my half my dad's spending tons of money on a property for yeah. us to hunt and like i can't not go there let's just like, go investigate the dead spirit of the deer you get <laughs> that's hey, good hey, you know I'm I'm not gonna hold Dad's fishing trips against Riley. No, you know, I said I, if anything I, I wish. Yeah, I've said it before to you guys. If my dad didn't live ten hours away, I'd do a lot more fishing with my dad. You know, he's eighty-three yeah. years old. I have a lot a lot more days behind than I do ahead, and and I would love to spend that kind <laughs> right. of time with my old man. You know, Al. Just, I mean, even if we spend eight hours just drowning worms all day long, yeah, you who know, cares? just to it's have together. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's so, that's where I'm like, that's where I'm like, we're like, we're so in a tangent right now, but like, I can't stand how fucking phones are so big into people's lives now. Because like, realistically, I'll go places and I'll be like, we got to put our phones down and let's just have a conversation, man. Like, I, I. I love about fishing is I literally can forget about my phone and just literally just be where I am and do what yeah. I'm doing. It sucks because like being a, a content creator and like doing this, like we have to be on social media and like do things. But, but realistically, if I had the choice, I would literally just not do it and make somebody else do it. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I'm, the, I'm the same way. You know, I sit and think about all the hours I spend in here in the studio either filming or editing or something and it's like you know i have no right to yell at my daughter because we tell her that she needs to clean the litter box and put the dishes away and an hour and a half later it's still not done you know okay so i'm not sitting there and you're still still doing the editing we we put in six hours of live interviews last week almost 
Yeah. And it's like that's six hours I could spend with Vi, or like we could have gotten like my basement cleaned up, and you know, like just like the little things that like it's it's realistically fine because this is what I want to do. Like I, out out of everything, like this is a passion, this is a hobby, this is this is everything I want it to be. But oh boy, when it yeah, comes I to think, balance, that I think rope is all thin. of us, yeah. I think all of us that that do this, we, uh, they you know they say hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, after we spent that six hours doing live interviews and stuff like that, we sit and think, you know, that's six hours I could have bounced my baby on my lap. That's six hours I could have bounced my wife on my lap. You know, that's six (laughs) hours I could have been drinking beer. You know, I mean, you know. Right. No, I I completely agree. It's like I could have went out and went for a hike. You know, I could have realistically went scope places to go investigate but mm-hmm. I, I decided that this is the time that i needs to be spent here because realistically at the end of the day i want to produce something that i'm proud of and i am proud of all of everything that we produce and we put out like it's time and effort that we spend because we love you guys and we love doing it so yeah we don't plan on that's stopping exactly anytime soon, ever like i'm one of those people too it's hard for me to quit something it really is yeah do it give it up like i was such ass at hockey and now it's like when I started, I couldn't even like stand up or stop or anything. I'd do circles, and it's like when I started, I told myself I'm gonna play like professional hockey one day, or I'm gonna play in college. I did both of those things, and now it's like I put my mind to I want to be a successful podcaster, and oh, YouTube goes hand in hand with that. Why not want to be successful in both aspects of it and be the best person that I can be on camera? Because hey, you get exactly what you get off camera right here too. Yep. So I, it's just, it's me being me. And it's it's literally the avenue that I've said this multiple times not too, but it's the avenue that I never knew I needed that I just, I'm so thankful for. Yeah. It's like, we all, I feel like we always go into this when we're like really deep in the hole. <laughs> deep in the <laughs> hole. Like, fucking deep but shit. We, we say it. And Something we, else you could have been doing for those six hours, being deep in the hole. Yeah, deep yeah. in holes. So if you deep. go back to the very beginning of our podcast and our lore, like we always spend time to thank every single one of you that listen to us. Like you honestly We wouldn't so be here today if it wasn't so today. much to us. Like we honestly thought no one will ever listen to this. Yeah, and I mean realistically there were points where I was like I don't want to fucking edit today. Like, I just don't want to do it. And then I'd look at how many listens we got on the podcast or how many follows, you know, we got on TikTok or something like that. And I'd be like, that's motivation. Like, I 100%. And it, and the best part is too, like, I can include, you know, Violet in a lot of this stuff outside of the investigating part. But, like, if she wants to be a part of it, like, and that's what she wants to do, like, yeah, by all means, come learn how to sit on my computer and edit with me. Or, like, does that sound funny? Does that sound cool? You know, it's stuff like that that I just... It's those little moments that I enjoy the most. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and see, Dweeves just brought up something else. You know, she wants, uh, they need to paint something for the con. I would love to start doing conventions. Oh, me too. I want to learn how to play Warrior. I can't Warrior. drive. I, I, you know, I don't have a ride. That's why I don't do them. We, we, yeah, we, I, mean, I mean, I can make outfits. I can do. I do latex work. You know, I, I actually, yeah. years ago, I belonged to a Star Trek group. And all the local Star Trek groups came to me to do like their full Klingon headpieces and you know oh, all their so prosthetics cool. and you know the very first year that my wife and I was together, I bought a big old bottle of liquid latex and yeah, I was and gonna I say the liquid latex made, is right there. 
you know, I made a, a, a full a full face prosthesis that had an eyeball hanging out of the socket and big open gashes so cool. and you know it was it was so real. My daughter wouldn't even walk into the bathroom until I put it in the really? bag that's and stuck awesome. it in the. Because I just left it laying by the sink because that's where she brushed her teeth at, and I wanted her to see that uh, see that eyeball staring at her from yeah, laying turn on the Turn the light on. <laughs> no. no. That's oh, she'd walk in there, that thing be looking right at the door, she'd damn near poop up the wall. It was hilarious. If I mean, if, like, vi like violent diarrhea was a thing, I think that would probably make me violent diarrhea, too, though. <laughs> like, just, what? <laughs> What's really funny is when you, uh, when you go and buy her, like, one of those really, really awesome, she loves those uh, Kinder Buenos. Oh, you, you, they're you, actually pretty dang violent, those two. Yeah, you Not get her one. a bag of those, you put them in the fridge, then put the eyeball on top of the bag. Those things will sit there for two months. That's hilarious. I want to try that now. Oh, my God. Do you know how bad I want to, like, get, a, like, a thing of candy, like a bowl of candy, and then put something that I know she don't fuck with in the middle of it and be, like, right in the middle of the room? How long is it going to take for her to conquer her fear today? As terrible as it sounds, it's not great parenting, but it's like, hey... Get her oh, ready you're for talking about world. you. Okay, you're talking about the kid. I thought you were talking about the wife. I was starting to say she's got bigger no, balls no, than gonna, we do. Gonna, There's no, nothing like, thing she's not afraid of. Fucked up shit. Like if you no. haven't seen fucked up shit, you're probably your your day hasn't came yet. No, Drew. If you want to see some funny shit, you need to capture a full like mason jar full of moths. Get her in like a bathroom or a small room, and then open the <laughs> the mason jar, and then just watch the chaos. My cat I really would have a stroke. I really I, dude, I would laugh so hard though. Like if it happened, I watched to me like I'd I watched just be like, my oh cat. God, I watched my cat jump off the kitchen table the other day and smash into the window, trying to catch a moth that was flying around outside the window. Could you imagine a jar full of moths inside his domain? Oh my God, you go insane. That's like a sixteen-pound bullet. Flying across the room. I mean, knocking people off their feet, Dude. knocking over lamps. Oh, Grandma's ashes would be all over the place. You Jesus know, it, God. It you'd be... see the tornado. It would just kick up in fur. That's Ralph. Dude, that's funny. Honest to God, I almost got shot today without getting shot today at work. What? So, oh, we have this machine, right? It crushes cardboard, so it makes this, like, it's almost like you can pull the cardboard apart to make it, like, um, like packing stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's got these two really big augers that are just stainless that just come together in teeth and just mash it up, right? Well, I turn it on and I start putting the cardboard in it because I was doing all my getting all the crap out because we were pissing inside and everything. And I was like, well, box has got to go, whatever. All of a sudden I hear it go, conk. And I was like, what was that? It goes, conk again. And I was like, huh. I put another piece of cardboard in there. All of a sudden I hear, Bring! and this fucking socket. Like a 12 inch socket had fallen in there, went into it, got into the teeth, and was getting like chewed up, but it didn't chew it up good enough. And it like spit it back out at Mach 10. Literally went right past my stomach and put a hole in the wall. It was going so fast. Jesus I was like, Christ. Oh, I almost died. I was like, that was yeah, scary. Uh, that is terrifying. M Michelle, I here. Michelle wouldn't make it here too easy. Since Grandma died, we have seen an influx of butterflies. 
this this summer. Really? Butterflies yeah. were always her thing. There was it was always butterflies and fairies. And since she like, passed away in January now. and warm weather hit, we have got butterflies everywhere. We we were, we were you cooking know what's out crazy Monday too? night, and they were landing like on us. For a while. Like they, like I, I heard that there was like a big when the mass migration happened a few years ago. Like a lot of them died off because of like the climate change that was happening there in time. Mm -hmm. So like, that's actually pretty weird. Like not in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, believe though. when I say weird, believe it I or not that, that one, believe it or not that point three degrees that the temperature went up. Um, yeah, it, it raised havoc on bees. It raised havoc on butterflies. Yeah, everything, especially monarch butterflies. Yeah, in particular, and, yeah. and that's the one that I see a lot here. Wasn't Michelle just in Japan? I mean, uh, doesn't she know uh, that they, yeah, it was they got Michelle a one shitload of, of butterflies there? Dude, I, you know what else is awesome about Japan, though, is those, like, cherry blossom trees. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. The, 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 can you imagine just the beauty of seeing them in blossom with butterflies flying around? Beautiful. Moths are scary. Moths are kind of scary. Now, you want to talk about funny, my, uh, my stepson sent a picture to his mom just the other day, and um, they had a lunar moth in his uh, work. Huge. He, build, he builds uh, modular homes. And yeah. they were walking. They were walking towards the storeroom to get a certain tool, and there was this lunar moth. I mean, this thing had a wingspan of like six yeah, inches. They're huge. They're huge. And, and yeah, this thing's just sitting there on the wall, slowly moving around. And he's sitting there. He snapped the picture. Yeah, the fucked up part is you can here, see every inch, inch of it too. I don't think moths are creepy at all. When you see it, if you've ever seen a lunar moth in real life, yeah, probably. You, I, you probably honestly have, yeah. You, I was gonna say you probably honestly have, but they're to me they're like. When I get dive bombs. River, do you know what a river bug is? Man, oh those fuck those things. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Those things are freaky. No, they look like a wasp grasshopper. Yeah, no, they. Mixed yeah. with like a scorpion. They're fucking crazy. So. I guess this is a funny thing. What do you guys, how do you guys feel about the, uh, I don't remember his name, but the guy that goes and gets stung by all the, like, terrible insects that are supposed to have, like, the worst. Oh, Pat Peterson? Yeah. The guy who faked Bigfoot? Uh, yeah. Oh, Outside of the faking a Bigfoot, like, do you, would you, would you realistically let, like, a tarantula hawk bite you or some shit like that? Or, like, do any of that stuff? My, or, uh, I saw a top. Um, what was it? My wife um, just started watching that guy. Oh God! Is she all into it too? Oh yeah, she's like, she's like, that's supposed to be, be the most poisonous insect in North America. I'm like, and this dumbass is sitting there letting it chew on him. Yeah. And then yeah, he had a, a monitor lizard lock onto his arm and. I'm like, my God! It's just fucking insane. I want to see him go get stung by a rockfish. He's done that. I, mean, I <coughs> don't do. Are you don't, serious? Those things are yeah, fucking deadly. I just watch someone do it. Someone else do it. Don't day. get me wrong. It's I'm insane. honestly thinking about filling out the application for next year's season of a loan. But you know, that's 
that's a situation that I can kind of yeah. control. Yeah. You know, right. you know, going out there and surviving for 90 days in Alaska or something like that. You know, having to hunt for myself and fend for myself and build my own lodging and stuff. I mean, that, 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 those are things that I can kind of control. But if I'm going to take well, a yeah, exactly. helo monster and I'm going to say, okay, here we go. And the guy come up there and stick it on my arm and it takes a big bite of me knowing that each and every thing has got a venom injection injector in it. So you have to have you know the, the anti-venom right there to keep from going into paralysis, having a stroke or a heart and, and you know what the worst you know part about that is too, that is, too. is literally, literally you're gonna let some some, gonna let some deadly ass poison deadly into your veins and oh my god it's human error if that surgeon or whoever is administering that neurotoxin does it wrong doesn't do enough or does too much you're in serious fucking bad stuff Yep. Like, dude, no. For sure. And like, as terrible as this is, like, not to like break down like, the whole mood, but like, my aunt went in for a routine leg surgery, was put under anesthesia, and had too much administered, and she died. It's not uncommon for shit like that to happen. So, like, who's to say that you're out in a setting that's uncontrollable because you're in Guatemala, you're getting stung by a Gila monster in the fucking desert? that I'm off the street. Literally, I went to the bazaar earlier today and, and Hajib had one. That's, it's just, that's like the reality that these people are probably like, they're, they're probably taking way more precautionary steps than what I'm saying they are, but no. <laughs> just no. I'm, I'm sure. Big no. Or the people who go out in the, the Everglades and go look for alligators just for fun so they can take a knock up one. I heard a, a terrifying story, which I, and like, this is a great fact for everybody that lives in the Everglades or Florida. Crocodiles will hunt mm -hmm. human beings. I listened to yeah. Mr. Ballin podcast recently of an episode of two children that were out in the Everglades. And when the water rose, they got trapped out there because a fucking 16 foot crocodile was hunting them. They had to stay in the trees and get airlifted out because they were getting hunted by a massive crocodile that was trying to eat them the whole time. Like an American crocodile in Everglades? Yeah. Like, it, it swam up and, like, came into the Everglades. Or, I don't know if it was in the Everglades. If you don't know, there is a difference it was, between alligators and crocodiles. Yeah, crocodiles, no, crocodiles are way more vicious. Yeah, they're, they will hunt humans. Alligators do not, they're not known to hunt humans. But crocodiles will 100% hunt human beings. That's the yep. crazy part. And they're not that sure different. Will. They're just giant fucking Godzillas that don't walk on two legs. That don't give a damn. Okay, so now that Oppenheimer just came out, I, we're getting all over the place. Oh, I just today. saw Insidious. Yeah, I started to say we'll we're to all that. over the spectrum tonight. Oppenheimer, though. So, do you think some of these, like, weird creatures that people see in these places that nuclear testing have happened and whatnot could be the nuclear fallout? changing the manipulation of what these animals look like to us thinking that they're cryptids but they're actually just malformed animals or on the vice versa side of that do you think that in antarctica this is also like a, a hint to one of the episodes we're going to be dropping do you think that there's these like giant spider-like creatures that were seen on google earth images and there's been testaments of people coming forward and saying that there's these massive school bus size five-legged like bipedal like spider creatures that walk around yeah octopedal or whatever you call it 
So like, is that? Do you think that's possible? Like, I guess is the best way to just ask that. I think there can be Oppenheimer underneath the ice in a different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I just the Oppenheimer movie made me think of radiation, and that's where it got me. Yeah, I see this theory. In the ice in Antarctica, there could be a giant crevice inside of the Earth that preserved the Earth well enough that dinosaurs could have been protected from the meteor and literally have lived down in this crevice inside of the Earth for millions of years. And, and, because you're talking about the hidden, hidden Earth theory. Oh, that is hidden earth theory, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's just like the whole type of thing that like the dinosaurs could make their way down there before it happened, and they were already living That's down there. That's interesting. I guess. I guess. I guess the two questions that I would ask is: Do you think Godzilla is possible with nuclear radiation fallout? How Oppenheimer made no. me think of that, and then. Do you think that hollow earth theory could be possible? And that's why the Google, the Google Earth images that are surfacing on 4chan and Reddit and everything now could be possible that and we're it's seeing just, it's creatures. It's just like the Godzilla. Movie. It really is like Godzilla. It's literally like they, that's how I think I would have to see the pictures uh, for Google Earth, um, yeah. which I will look up when we're over here. I don't know how um, great all the information <laughs> is out there now because it was like a couple of weeks ago I saw it on a thread. And it was like a forum on Twitter, and then it was off of 4chan, which we all know 4chan is like, either you're getting dicks, you're getting cars ripping people in half, or you're getting like ISIS videos. <laughs> so like, it's a little bit like you're missed with like wow. the quality of the content. But the the thread made its way over to other forums, and a guy came forward and basically said he his dad was stationed out in Antarctica in the 90s. And he has proof that have documents from like the base, the Murdaugh base or whatever he was stationed at, you know, like that Stacy was actually there and that he was basically hush hush to not share these creature or things that he was seeing out there because apparently they would like, they would avoid places altogether. They'd be like, no, we're taking a five mile turn here and we're going all the way around this, even though it's like the easiest route is here. But it's like, no, that's where these things travel. So I don't know. Like, yeah, it's one of those. I, I would have to see those pictures because I mean, you know, yes, we're going to believe you're right. right. There's with with the small percentage of the Earth that we've actually explored, there's no doubt that there's undiscovered critters that's never been seen before. You have to keep in mind yeah. that even on the surface of the planet, there are thousands of new species discovered every single year. There really is. So, Every day in the ocean, too. Yeah, in the oceans. I mean... In the rainforest. That's, I think that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, brand new species of spiders. Brand new species of frogs. Brand new species of lizards. Brand new species of apes that are being discovered yeah. that have never been seen before. So, a lot of these cryptids that, that people are running across or these... Weird things like in Antarctica. Okay, I, I really honestly can't say that I believe that there's something as big as a school bus in it. Right. Uh, right. Now there could be something half the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. You know, the size of a Prius. A Prius. But I, I just can't see some 
12 creatures thing walking around down there. And they say it only moves at night and in small storms, is what they were saying. But I, that, you know what I mean? Like, that's pretty, uh, like, that's just like Dogman on the seventh day of the seventh month. Yeah, it was super specific. Where, like, the travel patterns were only at night and, like, when they weren't going to be seen in snowstorms that were so heavy that you can barely see anything. Which, I mean, realistically, Antarctica is a polar desert. So, yeah, that's yeah. believable to a point, but the point isn't super sharp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, not trying well, to argue yeah, that it's you know, real. That's, 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 that's basically the same theorem as saying, do you believe the Megalodon actually, actually survived? Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, all these know. centuries, these millennia. I think Megalodon did. That, I think you. But the funny thing is, if you sit and you look at it, you, people just start spotting these, yeah, all Megalodon. these Megalodon within the last. 25 years. A lot of them okay, have been so basking sharks because it is... Basking sharks shark. are yeah. huge, yeah. yeah. People, like, people oh, say, well, I, I see I, a honestly, shadow. If, you know, if you're going to catch a megalodon, it's going to be deep, 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 deep water that we aren't probably able to get to because it's the way it's probably built is able to whales. deep dive. That's what yeah. it's hunting. It's not, yeah. Whales are going to be down deep. Megalodon's yeah. not going to... Them on the surface. I mean, so, if you look at it like at its, at its body structure wise, like it's big, it's built like a torpedo, it's like a submarine. The smaller sharks don't go as deep because I don't know, compression is real. And I would assume that the bigger the shark, the more compression it can take. Well, yeah, but I mean, you also have to sit and think, okay, we all know what happened with the uh, with the sub going out the, the, to, to explore the oh, Titanic here a few weeks ago, yeah. Um, now, you're talking <laughs> about a man-made metal object that one teeny tiny little flaw yeah, caused a, a complete implosion. But yet you see sea life swimming around down here and on the living. bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Living. So how are these things living down here when we know their bodies aren't tougher than an iron submarine? Exactly. You know, They're more amorphous and blobby, usually. <laughs> yeah. You know, usually. as for the Megalodon, I think of one of the most famous pieces of film footage of a Megalodon, and that was the uh, Coast Guard helicopter shooting oh, yeah. down I, at his, at the guy in the water, and you see this huge shadow move. Yeah, you get him. a good scale of it. Oh, yeah. You know, I know the they actually came forward and said it was fake. They said so, it was fake? That's so sad. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they actually they actually edited that shadow in there, but because sucked. of all the waves and the action and stuff, you couldn't see the editing flaws, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. and then there was another video that came out not very long ago of a, a megalodon swimming past an underwater oil rig that had cameras on it. Okay, if you watch That's that really really close. That's a scene out of Jurassic Park or oh, Jurassic God. World. Yeah, it's it's straight up out of a movie, if you ask me. I think this is the best footage. Oh, is it the drone or the yeah, the underwater drone footage? This is it was literally on Shark Week a few years ago. Yeah, I I remember this video too. Homie was down working doing something completely unrelated to looking for sharks, <laughs> and then they caught a giant shark. 
but it's also like, you know how hard it is to catch anything? Look, we all know that Megalodon doesn't exist today. There's absolutely no evidence to suggest this animal could still be in our oceans. Press play. Okay, pause there. All right, zoom in. Yeah, thin. To the right. I know it's kind of blurry, but look at that. Look at that. That That's a thin. That's so fun. As you can imagine, we were eager to determine the size what of this aircraft. We were able to synchronize frames of video, which is a principle originally developed for aerial photography. We could then determine the lengths of the different body parts that we could see. And then off of that, we could get a solid estimate as to the total size that of this animal. And our calculations put this creature at over 62 feet. I understand that this is very hard oh. to believe, but only a hundred years ago, a megalodon tooth was discovered and accurately carbon dated to be 10,000 years old. That's interesting. Some may dispute the carbon dating, but if it's or correct, is that just a that very, means megalodon very survived long after it was thought to have gone extinct, and it may still be alive today. So, like the finding a new age like carbon dated megalodon tooth is like crazy because it proves that they live way further than that's a good point that that is so a good that, point that does make it is it's a very good point of them still being around so much greater it does and then and catching you gotta, you gotta look at the fact you gotta look at the fact like, too you know extinct species or or species of animals that or fish that they thought were extinct for thousands of years or hundreds of years or just decades, have resurfaced have resurfaced people have got photos of the, uh, the the ta uh, tasmanian uh, uh tasmanian Tiger. wolf Tiger. running yep through through a field i mean you can see a striped canine looking thing running through a field okay the tasmanian wolf is the only one that had those stripes on it, the Solana calf. You know that was the, that one was yeah. caught. Yeah. Oh my God! Uh, what a, about a hundred and a hundred eight hundred and ten years ago? You know they were thought to be extinct for the last twenty thousand years. So That's insane. I mean, there's every possibility, but I mean, there's a difference between a six foot long fish. And a sixty-five right. foot long a shark. Sixty-two foot. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, just just watching the video, like I get it's all perspective thing too, and like in general, like like if you're sizing it proportionally, like by down scaling and doing the whole formula that there is in place, that's math and it works. Like that is sometimes pretty interesting. Yeah, I would say math sometimes. It is it is pretty interesting to me though. Where I wonder. Like, do we not see many Megalodon because there just isn't many of them? Or is it the fact that, that that's just a big-ass fucking shark? Are you looking for a Bigfoot video? I am. <laughs> are, you, is it, are you looking for the, the best one that everybody knows or the new one that just came out where people are like, bro, have you seen this? I'm looking for the newest one that everyone's just like, Joe Rogan had it on his, Joe so if you find Joe Rogan's. That's where I've seen it. I don't know. That's a really good That's question. Really you know, is, it be, is it because there's not many of them, or is it because it's just a big ass shark? I don't know. That's what I want to know. know. 
there's, there's, um, there's big, does he have like an actual video of yeah if you scroll forward it'll show it I think I know I just it. saw a, uh, an old uh, video of uh, Bigfoot and this thing is crawling out of a river and crawling up on the shore and they're they're filming from across the river in the in the bushes and you're watching this thing and it's coming out of water like this deep and you see it come up and the way it shakes just doesn't look human really yeah all right sorry it's a walk short off in the woods it's an That's actual weird, uh, oh it's a definitely 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 squash hold on wait till you get close but on. i feel like this is is uh they have it hyped from real. I'm just trying to zoom in. Oh, there it is. Oh my god, he's looking. Got home and I realized that was a squatch. It's an actual That was a squatch. Yeah, so like it's hyperimposed because like in the video you can see a dark shadow walking out there. Mm-hmm. But then when they hyperimpose it, like you can clearly see it's a bipedal humanoid figure walking. And yeah. I don't remember like what they were saying cuz I think when they were like perspective wise, like from how far away it was and like, like how I want to say, like they said it would have been like about eight and a half, nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just, yeah. it's videos like that where it's like, that's definitely somebody's phone. Somebody edited it to make it more noticeable. But at the same time, like somebody captured that with their phone. Would they want to take the time to look for what Bigfoot should look like and then edit all that? Then I don't know. I don't think so. Most replay. I saw a T-shirt a couple of years ago, and I would love to find it again. It's got a picture of Bigfoot on the front of it, and it says "World's Greatest World's Greatest Hide and Seek Champion." Yeah. Yeah. And I would I, I, I mean, love he to is. find. He, he honestly is because. You know, if this thing really exists, and, and I get into this argument with everybody. I've, I've had this argument with my wife and daughter multiple times because they do not believe in Bigfoot. Uh, they have no problem believing right. in aliens, but they do not believe in Bigfoot. And it's like I told my it's, wife, when, when, when this country was first colonized, Europeans came here and started to trade with the Native Americans and certain European groups were talking with these natives and they were comparing stories of their wild men of the wood and they were describing the exact same thing so if you have a hundred countries around the world and they all have a similar legend or myth of an eight or nine foot tall hair covered bipedal creature that lives in the mountains or the forests or whatever and and then you meet somebody who has never had any contact with you before and they have the same thing here and they're missing that's kind of telling you there's some there's some factual basis to it yeah, I'm, that's yeah. that's where I base a lot of my facts too. Where it's like, if it's multiple sources coming back back with the same positives, then yes, I'm gonna yeah. have to probably err on the side of yes. Yeah, multiple sources from different locations all over the world that basically describe the same thing. The only difference might be the collar, might be the odor, might be the noise it makes. Right. You know, whatever. 
Here in America, you know, we have the wild men of the woods. We got Sasquatch, Bigfoot, the skunk ape. Um, dog man. Musket. Well, we're not going to bring the dog man into this one yet. And that's, that's the whole reason I'm still trying to set up. And I need to get a hold of the park service and find out how late in the year you can still camp at Manistee. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it's open. I want the to do year. the dog man. Uh, I, I want to do the dog man um, expedition in Manistee. I'm pretty sure you can always, you can camp in Manistee National Park whenever you want. If you're staying over a certain amount of days, you have to get like this uh, little pass that you put in your window. It's but it's like a year-round thing. Like yeah. even in the winter time, like you can go. Yeah, you can go camp there whenever you want. There's nice. no restrictions on the camping. You know, I, I would love to get a film crew out there and actually do a dogman expedition. He's always spotted, he's always reported between the last week of September and the first week of November every year. Every year. I want to go. That sounds awesome. Hello. So. Is that how you call him? Oh, I don't even know. I just want to make sure that I just want to make sure that before you go, yeah, Jenna has good life insurance on you. And <laughs> you get ripped apart, dog. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're attacked by a 300-pound bipedal wolf man out there, that yeah, that sounds terrifying. Her and the her and the baby are taken care of. Yep. You gotta have your collaterals. And it's important that you go to the gym and start doing leg workouts. <laughs> We're running. Yeah, I was like a because I'm here to I'm here to tell you, as as the old man that I am, it's not the it, it's not how it's not if you uh, whether or not you can outrun the beast. It's whether or not you can outrun the slowest member of your party. Yep. And uh, little did you know I was I'm here to star. tell you right now, I'm going to be Scary like a motherfucking speed racer running to the cars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will be neck and neck. I'm pretty quick. I got a triple in softball once. You get a triple. See, one of us is going to fuck up though and go the wrong way. I'm probably tripping. And we're going to like hit three different ways. Yeah, that's that's probably what's happening to me. Is I'm going to try to look back and then I'm falling. Dude, I try to go way too fast. Like when my brain is like, what? It's like every every fiber and muscle is just like, <laughs> and I'm just like locked up. Like, where do I go? I'm a tripper. That's what I do. I like trip on myself. I think I'm a locker. Like, just like, <laughs> okay, got it. Up. It's equi just like the quick like padlock. Like, Gunk. okay, we're good. <laughs> but yeah, I think it'd be fun to get out there. And I do too. And Even uh, if just to like make a video in the woods with your friends. Like, that sounds like fun. Yeah. You know, and it's really kind of funny, too, because Tommy and I have talked in the past because he's got a couple of professional uh, Bigfoot outfits. And uh, <laughs> we were talking probably a year ago about going out and trying to film a, a mini movie kind of deal, like a lost footage mm -hmm. Blair Witch kind of thing, but with Bigfoot. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I actually wanted to end it on, on more of a, 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 um, a comedic note. Like, you know, you, you go out there 
there have uh, squatch falls in love explore you've got a professional big game hunter you've got camera crews and one by one they start to vanish yeah and, and then at the end of the at the end of the movie you have sasquatch with a with a a ball cap on driving the suburban out of the park past the ranger station got all these bodies tied to it so hey we used to do this early on in the war of our podcast we used to always say we got a movie script for you (laughs) we literally would write it like we wouldn't even like write a movie script we would just off the top of our heads just come up with this like elaborate like scene and then we would like pretty much like play characters in the scene and be like i'm on the ship and the kraken's taking me it's going down i remember the big one specifically the big one is ridiculous because like we have like this rocket thrown and like the sound effects that we made with our our mouths were like on point too it was really good and it's like i've always wanted to make like a a fun short video or just like like i don't want to say like i have one that pitched to him a million times we just haven't done it yet exactly but the the movie quality like production value of it instead of it just being like a like shitty where we're like just like a bunch of people that have no directive when we go out in the woods yeah, and we're so just like ha 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 let ha, us cool. know if you want to see a what goes yeah. night movie like a comedy movie yeah because like i mean horror like we can easily it. yeah we can easily work on like getting like a direction of how we want something to go that's not the hard part the like, hard part get, is like just oh getting my god you creepy pastas in real life Oh my God, that would be like amazing! A cool series like that, that would be so much fun. We make short videos of the the scary stories that we find online, or that we write ourselves, or that we write ourselves, or like we, I think the story of the Bell of Torment would be really or, cool. You know, it would be kind of even more funny, Drew, if we took investigation videos from your past and our past, and then we we had somebody dress up as like us and play. You know what I mean? Like I'll play you, and then you play like the ghost. And then we like act out your investigation, and then you like come in and like do ghost activity. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck is happening? It's I just you and a brilliant. <laughs> and it's literally just like uh, it's like a, I, not a mockumentary, but it's good. And see, I I love making people laugh, and I always oh, yeah. thought getting into doing some kind of uh, of a funny found food kind of thing. Uh, would be would be like really interesting to do because you know Blair Witch people can laugh they can scoff at that all they want yeah. to but if you sit and you think about it that movie that little five hundred dollar buddy buddy made film started a whole brand new genre. Yep. Uh, of films and a lot of those found footage right films now. like Cloverfield and stuff like that have blown some up. of the biggest names in movies made films like that you've seen that new movie coming out on Friday called Talk to Me dude yes actually that movie looks insane yeah that movie Talk to Me does look really cool hmm, no I've not uh, not seen anything on it yeah, that's watch the trailer after watch this. It's really, really, oh, well, really I'm good. Up right now. Everyone you, needs yeah, to I mean, okay, this. we can watch through. Yeah, actually, the trailer is worth a watch right now. It's It looks like it's going to be one of the better horror films of this year. Hmm. I've just seen Insidious, so I'm like, I love horror Insidious movies. is good. If you I'm not going to lie. Like, Insidious I'm is really huge. good. I've seen, I've seen Jenna Insidious. Don't let me watch horror movies. Oh, dude, me and Ashley just watch horror movies all the time. 
All right. <laughs> oh, we look Are you straight. I'm doing it again tonight. No, please. It's fucked up because it's kind of like what we do now. I just want to forget about it. Yeah. I'll do it. That was your opinion, Mary Brown. Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? <laughs> Don't want to stay. Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say. Now say. Talk to me. It's good. Talk to me. What did the hand feel like? It felt amazing. I can't see and feel everything on the other side. So my mom, she was trying to reach out. I'm here. Still been saying stuff. You mean saying stuff? What if we open the door but we didn't shut it? Oh my god, they followed us! Go straight for the plug. They're not gonna stop. No, 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 we're gonna stop. That's a hitter, bro. That's gonna be a hitter. It does look really good. Like it looks, it looks like it's gonna yeah, have that good spooky vibe that a lot of, like a lot of horror movies lately haven't. I don't feel like they found their way. In my opinion, they did. No, it did. But it just you, you know, when you go watch most horror movies nowadays, that they're gonna follow a lot of the same paths, and this one seems to break the mold a little bit with it being like like that party scene and like live stream type deal like i like that they're including it like more into like today's age like horror feel and i i really like that concept too honestly like it's interesting because haunted yeah. objects are real i don't know about the demonic i've side always loved I, i've always loved good horror whether yeah, it is psychological horror or it's physical horror i've never been a fan of gore movies the wife she loves gore movies the more the blood and guts it's got in the happier she is evil so, dead evil dead is so out of mind. gory have you watched black summer that's a gory freaking show yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, though. Like, I'm not into the gory-gory. Like, I'll watch it, but, like, that's not my favorite type of horror type of movie. And to, to everybody that watches this down the line, too, I know I say this a lot, but that's not what ghost hunting or, like, paranormal activity stuff is. No. 
It's everything no. you want. It's spooky. It's cool. Oh yeah, that was another awful vibe. That that was another one. Uh, found footage film. Oh you yeah, yeah. normal activity. What have, what have they made? Six, five, six, yeah, seven. Six. The Phoenix Lights also had a movie made that was a found found footage film. I think it honestly was just called The Phoenix Lights. And it was also pretty good. I really like that that genre of movie, though. The found footage, to me, is really interesting. And like you said earlier, it's definitely like its own genre. It's a cult. The fourth kind, too. Mm-hmm. The fourth kind, yeah. It's another, another great example of like a wall-breaking movie, if you ask me, where they include like real scenes from what happened in the fourth kind and they also bring it back into the theatrical like cinematic style of it which that's groundbreaking i think horror movies need to like do more tropes like that because it's not like it's it's not the easiest thing to do i think horror movies are very hard to pull off good right because it can seem really cheesy really fast oh immediately like if you're going to see the yeah the funny thing about horror, I'll show it, I'll or show whether you. it is a, a whether it's a professional studio making it or it's amateurs like us that are out there at, out filming a found footage type deal. One little right. tiny slip up can lose everything. So you just gotta you gotta be really really careful on, on your scripting. Thing yeah. on, on, oh my God. on the people you I'm have sorry. in the room, everything. Yeah. It really makes me want to become a producer, and more or less than what we are. All right, you have to watch this commercial too. This is from a movie called Mandy. And this is the Cheddar Goblin. Look, Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin, did you eat all the macaroni? This is from a horror movie, too, by the way. Nothing is better than Cheddar. Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin! Cheddar Goblin! Yeah! Yeah! This is the kind of movie I want to make. Cheddar Goblin by Devane has 60% more cheese than the next leading brand. Kids and goblins agree, Cheddar Goblin tastes the best. That's why Cheddar Goblin was rated number one three years in a row. I Cheddar Goblin by Devane. It's Goblin. That movie is amazing. Okay, so that was the minute of your life you're never getting back. But that's um that's the type of humor that in some horror <laughs> well, I movies I don't know why either. What in tarnation? <laughs> We're not gonna play that. Bro, so that the Cheddar Goblin. He just puked all over those children. That's that's from a horror movie called Mandy that Nicolas Cage is the leading actor in. Of course Nicolas Cage. And it was actually a very, very good movie. But that's like that's the spoofy humor that's in some of these that it's like that's the type of shit I love. Cheddar goblins. The cheddar goblins. We broke Papa. <laughs> living history's living history's mysteries in no way, shape, or form uh, claims any association with what goes bump in the night, or even honestly <laughs> knowing them very well. But it's cheddar goblin. <laughs> we want cheddar. Yeah, no, Mandy is an incredible movie. I'm definitely like I'm gonna hype it up because that's just one of the small scenes in it, and it has 
a little bit to do with the movie, but not a ton. But it's worth it's worth a watch. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called Mandy. I don't know where you can find it. I think it's on one of those like Paraflix or like one of those like other sites though. I don't know hmm. if you can find it on Netflix or the other ones. Maybe on Amazon. I don't really know. Probably just search it and watch it. Exactly. It's one of it's it's one of those like it, it never made it to film. Oops, and like it, you know what I mean. It was it was not made for streaming either. It was made for like specifically like the horror like fanatics, and it was like one of the better ones that was done. It was an indie film basically, but it was like a low budget, really really well done indie film. And Nicholas Cage was their leading actor, so I wouldn't say it's super low budget. I wouldn't say it's super. He'll do anything. But it was one of his best roles, honestly. It's really. I'm telling you guys, like, if if that like tickles, you're like, what the fuck? Like, watch that movie. Yeah, Nick, uh, Nick, Nick Cage. For some reason, here lately, you know, uh, I've noticed that. Uh, his his the quality of movies that he's appearing in yeah uh, has has slowly dwindled very much so it's like they keep, it's like they keep raising or lowering the bar for him yeah and james like, campbell said it know, really the, high. The, the first ghost rider loved it second Nominal, ghost rider great it was okay. watched, watched it once it. never watched it again i haven't watched it again either i didn't i didn't you know? hate it but i didn't love it but, but I think back but to then, movies like Con Air. Knowing. Con Air. Yeah, Con yeah. Air is good. Knowing. Um, there was another one that he did that was like Knowing that was also really good. But it, it, there, these are like serious roles that he's playing. It's not like action, action, action that people really love. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's to each their own. And like, I personally, like, if you put me in front of a movie, like Oppenheimer is a really good example. example. I heard people like love it because it's so well done. That it's it, it shows who Oppenheimer was and how the bomb wasn't just his doing. It was a, a, cul a culmination of people. But people are like, it was about war and then it wasn't about war. Guys, it is literally well, and, a movie about his and, life. And, and much like we have seen in recent years, though, you must be really, really careful yeah. about how well done and how accurate yeah. uh, you're telling history because ultimately somebody out there is going to get a going to get an injured or a bruised boo-boo kitty oh, and they're going to start whining about it oh that didn't happen that way oh that's just hearsay oh, the yeah, holocaust yeah, yeah. never happened yeah yeah exactly even though even though germany apologized for the holocaust and and everything People were several, several years like ago. Getting tried for war crimes by the Geneva Convention and getting sentenced to life in prison. I heard there might be a, like a secret civilization of Nazis somewhere in South America. I wouldn't even fucking doubt no, it. They're on the moon. <laughs> they aren't smart enough to get to the moon. What are you talking about? The, the Nazis had a secret base on the moon in uh, 1943. And they were breeding their super soldiers there. And when the war ended, the ones that didn't get captured and tried uh, got on one of Hitler's uh, captured flying UFOs and um, went to the. That movie on this Netflix. This is the same, the same Reich that was supposed to, like, usher in the next 5,000 years of total domination. Not only that, 
they could not perfect the atomic bomb that they had been working on before America was, and they landed on the moon and have a moon base? Come on now. Well, you can get but, me with a but, better one than but, that. But if you look back through my videos uh, here probably six months ago, maybe, i done a video on Hitler's UFO experiments. And there's actually Ameri document American files that they witnessed these circular UFOs no. flying. No. So, Fuck, I'm going to have to go watch but this video. It's I haven't seen this one. It's all supposed to be reverse technology, too. And, and frankly, yeah, if, if we can use reverse technology, we definitely who's are. to say, <laughs> you know... Yeah. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, the funny thing is, I just had a conversation with the lady last time Jenna was working at the bar out in Montague, and uh, she was like, yeah, I was stationed in Germany for a while, I saw, you know, combat overseas, and then she was like, I also was working in the psychology, like, like department of the military, so she was, like, very familiar with remote viewing and, like, DARPA, and what DARPA's doing with, like, like, their, like, brain signals, pilots, and things like that, and, like, the amount of technology that we don't know about is immense. And that's like not to say like, yeah, there's brilliant minds that live on this planet. And that technology is vastly increased from what it used to be. But realistically, you can't tell me that they did not find a nugget that pushed that project forward because they were at a standstill at some point. I really don't believe that they didn't have some outside foreign object Just that look at helped the that. Just look at in the last hundred years how much technology was it who was telling was it you that told me that if we didn't advance ten percent of the amount that we have in the lifetime that we've seen like the the span of earth that we would still be in the dark ages uh, i feel like you somebody you might have told me one day in passing conversation or somebody on our stream told us i can't remember now but like that that that, that just stuck with me because it's like ten percent in everybody's book isn't a whole lot it may be which it's a terribly terrible concept to just pull right out of that and be like yeah it's true but he's probably right honestly like if you really break it down if we did not progress at the rate that we have been and are going now i really don't think that we would see any type of advancement that we see now which granted well, yeah if, uh, if it would come down though You've got to look at the fact, too, that uh, for all of the advancements in technology that we have made over the last 50 years or 100 years, um, there's a lot more out there that, even though yeah. there's witness testimony to them existing, either by disgruntled ex-workers or security officers or civilians or whatever the case may be um the uh the the philadelphia or not the philadelphia experiment the um um uh what was that damn that, not the uh, Manhattan shit. Project. Manhattan project. oh uh, huh um the one that went missing and like it had there was like a some type of like fission incident and like everybody on board disappeared no i'm talking about Is that the one, the one you're thinking they, they were they oh, were fuck. trying a, they were trying the cloaking device on it and oh it that is actually, what i'm thinking of yeah it actually vanished and 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 
people on other ships and reappeared. seen it vanish. It reappeared like a yeah. hundred some odd miles away. Yeah, where and it, it was, was everybody witnessed. was gone, right? Well, no, when it came back into the harbor, people were fused through the bulkheads. They were, I mean, people's arms oh, were stuck in a wall and are still alive. People oh, are cut in half. Right. Yeah. That is right. yeah. You know, yeah, I do remember that. But yeah, this, it's, this it's, has it got like, witnesses. I've never heard of that. It wasn't the Enterprise. It it was some funky name. It, it was like not the. It wasn't the Manhattan Project because that that's Manhattan Project. But it had was it, it part the of the Manhattan Project? It might have been the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, no, dude, we have to cover this. I completely forgot that was the thing. Yeah, what he just said is exactly right. The U.S. government had commissioned a branch of their military and like technology unit to create a coping device for a ship, like their navy basically and when they they i don't know what it was or how they did it but they fired it up and like he said they disappeared and then that ship reappeared like a hundred years later because they just lost track of it for no that it, it, it reappeared like 120 miles away for like a minute and then reappeared back in its original position again but when they boarded the ship men were fused into the bulkheads yeah so they uh, teleported basically is what they yeah. said yeah uh, teleported, but it had some kind of, you it was know, like an whatever on the material the ship was made out of, and, and oh, the yeah. yeah, I vaguely remember two distinct wall, stories of this. The wall, you just had a face. So this was probably alien technology that they were trying. So to work out. I mean, more likely. You know, let let no. let's go on a more well-known one. Let's let, let's talk about the Roswell thing. The military was comes it in. They say, "Oh, it's a crash. It's a crash for an object that we can't identify. Let's pick up all the pieces. Let's pick these bodies. Oh, those aren't really bodies. Those were just mannequins that we had on board this weather balloon." But there's first-hand accounts you know, that the aluminum foil material was so malleable that you could move it around and crumple it up, but it would always go back to being completely like yep. flat and Perfect. and take yep. its shape back. We don't have stuff yeah, like there that. Was, I've never there were civilians on site. There were law enforcement officers on site. That that all uh, all agreed to that. That this was no balloon. This was a ship. There were three bodies found. Two but were dead. Back, one was still barely alive. You know. And then two days later, the military says, "Oh, that was a hot." Uh, that was a weather balloon that uh, ruptured. And who's got Earth money? And, the government. The government came and paid them off and said, hey, they ain't going to say nothing to nobody. Well, it's not only that, but, I mean, this is this is actually the very first time to start hearing about the men in black. You oh, know, yeah, they would show, they would show up at people's houses and they, they would basically threaten them. their lives. If you, if you talk about this stuff. Yep. Like, I did a video on those, too, like a year ago. When I was Man. talking about uh, Mothman... Uh, about a year ago, I had a thing yeah. on the Men in Black, and, and the fact that they were seen all around Point Pleasant, West Virginia, uh, most places where um, in Indrid Cole um, was seen in that oh, area, yeah. you yeah. had Men in Black that appeared at people's houses and just basically said, "Keep your mouth shut." You saw Don't nothing. You heard nothing. You 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 nope. Bad things <laughs> nope. will happen to you and your family if you talk about this. 
So, you know, what are people supposed to believe? You know, uh, five years ago, exactly. The, five years ago, the government still said that aliens did not exist. There was no evidence of them. Two years ago, years they later. released five thousand pages yep. of government oh, documents, sworn documents. Yeah, yeah, like a ton videos of videos and film footage and. Yeah, we don't so far into that. We have a whole so I mean, that's that's why that's well, why regardless of how much pride and everything I have in uh, in America, I still feel like the American people are a great big huge woods cheap. floor in early April. We're called mushrooms. We're fed shit and kept in the dark. And oh God, oh, yes. God, yes. <laughs> great analogy. The mushroom population that is America. We really, we really don't know anything, though. I don't even realistically think that there is anybody in the government that actually knows everything. I, I, I think there's like branches that know more than other branches. But do you think that realistically, there's one person on this earth that just knows everything that's a government is hiding? No. Which is, <laughs> you, you actually bring up a good point. What are your views on the presidential book? That's such a big question because he's not he's not as such an influential character that people think he is. He's more of a figurehead than he is a delegate of any sorts. So well, I know, but I mean, our, our current president, he'd be looking at that thing going Roswell. Hmm. But that's what I'm getting into, too, is like. What do you then think? He'll come like, over these here are and he'll normal say, people, basically. I, I guess they're not normal people, but like they get this book and then they're like, you can't tell anybody about it. But like to me and you, and I would say generally the mass of population of people that are curious about it. And if this person has no no idea he's walking into what he's going to learn and he gets handed the book of all the secrets. Yeah, I'm going to have a few sitting here there to my wife, kids, and then they tell somebody else. And then that chain goes on and on and on. So like, does it... Is it real? Is it not real? I have such a hard time flip flopping on that. Like, is the stuff in it real? I mean, or like, why we do this? Why we do this? Good question. Because you know, like they always say, like when the president gets sworn in and he goes in the Oval Office and they do their inauguration bullshit and the doors closed we don't see what happens behind the closed doors do you think somebody realistically from like each branch of like the highest level of clearance from whatever bullshit they're from like cia like homeland security all that sits down with them one by one and goes here's what we have for you here's the crazy stuff all right process that all right on to the next one so area 51 we are doing psyops and we are currently working with this and then oh actually in antarctica we have a base that is underneath the ice there in the permafrost where we are actually cloning marines right now and you know what i mean like there the list could go on infinitely and we don't really know but i like to think that like you get privy to some pretty fucking cool shit when you become president <laughs> like that's my thought do you know that one hour after you become president, if you ever got kidnapped, if somebody ever ran your car off the road, if somebody ever invaded Camp David while you were while you were there, single-handedly they could destroy the world with one slip of paper. One slip of paper. Yep. Just do it. Yep, because the, the, the president is given his own personal 
launch codes to the nuclear football. That's so crazy they call it a football, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 why they don't call it the Big Boom case? Why they don't call it the Big Bang? I mean, Literally something. Literally, call it a boomstick. <laughs> I mean, it's Put a briefcase. It America was founded on carrying a big stick. It's a fucking boomstick. You know, uh, you 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 have a briefcase. You open it up. You go tick 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 bloop. I mean, I mean you punch in series. It's that easy to of, destroy everything. Of of four or five numbers. Well, what you need to do is you have to have. Um, the codes to certain destinations. Yeah. So well, after, you that, enter, no. after you enter your launch codes, and you have to put in like zero zero one for uh, Kandahar province in packet or in um, the Persian Gulf, and and one two one for Tokyo or whatever. Nuclear submarines have five nuclear warheads on board. Like mm -hmm. it's that easy to blow up everything. But speaking of blowing up everything, I think uh, almost three hours is a good time to blow up this stream and get off. I, I'm, I'm probably thinking so, too. I, I made pizza for the family tonight, and I'm really aching to have some of the pizza that I made today. So, I'm so yeah. sorry we took you away from you, Duno. No, but no, But I appreciate no, 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 you jumping in with us so much. I'll jump in yeah, we were just going to talk more But it's always nice to get paranormal papas point of view on everything and we went down some of the craziest rabbit holes we've gone down in a while so. oh yeah, yeah you can always count on uh, some very interesting rabbit holes when papa walks in oh easily easily yep and cheddar goblins, and cheddar goblins. <laughs> so well, on that note <laughs> i've got to find that video and send it to my buddy tildar yeah just type in cheddar goblin on youtube and it's like it'll say cheddar goblin commercial and that's the one you want <laughs> It's 50 seconds long, 56 or whatever, but that's it. That's the one you want. <laughs> it's great. And with that being said, folks, remember to keep your ears and eyes open. Where really goes. Love you guys. Take Thank care, you, Papa. Yo.